Hastings, Grand Island, Kearney, and all of South Central Nebraska. The high school football pregame show is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Listen to this game and all Flat River Radio high school sports broadcasts at flatriverpreps.com. Follow along tonight on the live scoreboard at flatriverpreps.com. Now let's get out to the field for tonight's football game on the breeze, 94.5. It's 53 degrees with a little breeze and a slight drizzle here in Palmer, Nebraska, where the 1-4 Tigers are hosting the 4-1 Ravenna Blue Jays. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. It's week seven. You are well into district play, and these two teams are ready to continue to fight for that district title. Both have losses to Fullerton, though, so there is some ground to make up, but these two teams ready to play. The field looks nice, although there has been a drizzle throughout the day, so that's going to be something to watch. Ravenna is going to want to have a lot of big plays. Palmer is definitely going to want to limit those and make Ravenna one-dimensional. Before we get into the rest of the pregame, we're going to give you the Ravenna Sanitation Coaches Interviews. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We're going to begin first with the visiting coach from Ravenna, Dan Bowling, here on The Breeze 94.5 and always online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. And one night, called her, said, I'm going to be home late, and she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town, and Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think Hastings was a perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Welcome into the Ravenna Sanitation Coaches Interviews. First for the visitors from Ravenna and head coach Dan Bowling. Coach, thanks for giving us a few minutes before the game. Hey, thank you for the coverage. You're uh, you're four and one to start this season. Got wins over Amherst, Cambridge, Osceola, High Plains, and Shelton. Only loss was to four and one Fullerton. What have you learned about your team throughout these first five games? Well, um, you know, we didn't know what to expect coming in the season. We knew we had some talent coming back. Um, it was good to get off of a good, off to a good start. Um, and then, uh, you know, we didn't play the best of games versus Fullerton, but I mean, they did, they did a great job, uh, you know, of scheming versus us as well. I think we've had some highs and lows. It was nice, uh, to bounce back after, uh, losing to Fullerton to getting a good win over Shelton. Not knowing about what you had coming into this season. And as it stands, you would be second in PowerPoints if, playoffs were an opportunity being ineligible for playoffs is that something that even gets talked about with the team uh so far through this season or knowing that you do just get to blow it out through the first eight games that's one of those things that we don't talk about it a lot we just know that we have eight games to play and we want to put uh you know our best effort forward in those eight and we just use this motivation well through the first five uh, you've put up a lot of yards and a lot of points what's made your offense so potent so far uh, we're pretty multiple. We've got uh, 
We've got athletes on the outside. We've got athletes in the middle, so we can run the ball or we can pass it. When you look at it, I mean, on the outside you have a big target in Trey Meese, and then you have a fast target in Jack Grahota, and then we rotate Cooper, uh, Shermeran, and uh, Austin Mock out there as our X, and then in the backfield you have Jake Darzink at quarterback, and Drew Bowling and Braden Mueller rotating at running back. We have a lot of weapons, which is definitely uh, good for our offense. There's a number of eight-man teams that I think maybe list half that half the number of names when they talk about their weapons so very skilled offensively and we're speaking with uh, head coach Dan Bowling for Ravenna looking at your opponent Palmer they're one and four they did play Fullerton tight last week but that that maybe was more of a a matchup between them and that's a common opponent but what has stood out to you so far when looking at the Tigers? Uh, One and four uh, is not uh, how good of a team they are they uh they're young and they're you can definitely tell on film that they're starting to uh they're starting to figure out things. So one and four does not mean uh, uh, jack squat. Honestly, they're playing well right now, and they're going to be a really tough test for us. And they're very well coached, which definitely helps. Being well coached, figuring some things out as the season goes. We all know at some of the higher classes, you're going to be playing a lot of juniors and seniors, going to be playing more sophomores, even freshmen at the, the eight-man level. As soon as, as soon as you get a few games in, they have to figure some things out and it looks like that's what Fuller or what Palmer has done, and it looks like your team definitely rolling on offense. What do the Blue Jays need to do to be successful in this game? Um, you know what? It's it's all about being disciplined and uh, offensively and defensively. We can't put ourselves behind the sticks with penalties on offense and defensively versus their option game and just they're they're pretty multiple. Uh, just being disciplined and reading your keys. Um, and, you know, the other thing that we've really been preaching is playing for each other. This isn't about one guy. It's about everybody. And if we can do that, I, I mean, I, I like our chances. That's Ravenna head coach Dan Bowling. Coach, looking forward to the game. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you. We'll be talking with Palmer head coach Nate Glaus next. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Continuing along with another Ravenna Sanitation coaches interview, now joined by Palmer head coach Nate Glaus. Coach, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. So looking at the season, one and four, but the opponents in those four losses are a combined 15 and six. So let's actually just talk about these last two weeks. First of all, uh, two weeks ago had a win over Heartland and then a 16-12 loss to four and one Fullerton. What's, what's it been like with this team through a pretty tough schedule to start the first five weeks of the season but a win in there as well uh it's been kind of tough we're a very young team having only one senior uh we've had to take our lumps having the tough schedule that we've had so far uh, a couple weeks ago it was nice to you know that we were able to get the win over heartland our kids kind of finally started to settle down and and uh, do what we were asking them to do instead of uh, worrying about some other things 
Um, and then last week, our defense had a great game against Fullerton. Uh, Fullerton's a very tough team. And our defense, they, re- they really stepped it up. Uh, offensively, we just need to make a couple more plays that game, and, and we could have possibly pulled out the win. Yeah, offensively, you've uh, you've got something you don't see a lot at many high schools, let alone uh, an eight-man school running essentially with two quarterbacks, as we, as we have seen. Uh, both Carson and Ruger Reimers throw at least 40 passes, both over 20 completions, and then you run the ball with Chad Samuelson. What's been going well offensively for you? Um, offensively, Chad Samuelson's been very stable, running the ball, a very consistent back. Um, you know, our quarterback play, it, it's been too inconsistent. That's why we had to make a change. Um, and that change could go back the other way. Who knows? It just depends on, uh, you know, who's practicing better that week. Uh, but right now we, we feel pretty good with Ruger at quarterback, and Carson is a receiver since he's about 6'3". It's a nice big target to have out there. Um, you know, other than that, I think we just got to focus on being consistent on offense. You know, we'll make some great plays, but then we, we have some really uh, just negative plays that, that really bring us down on a drive. You talked about your defense against Fullerton really locking down. What clicked going into that game to build on the rest of the season? I think it was just our kids really learning what is their responsibility on the field and doing their responsibility and not trying to to be the hero and and make every play, just doing their job on the field and working together as a group. I think they've finally uh, started to figure that out, and it's starting to gel for us. We're speaking with Palmer head coach Nate Glaus. Now a common opponent, Fullerton, also beat Ravenna, but that was by a score of 54-20. to Has that been brought up as you've prepared for this game? I know every every game's a little bit different, but at least among coaches looking at your common opponent. Um, I think that mainly had to do with matchups. Uh, Fullerton has some good speed in their secondary, which uh, helped them to cover uh, Ravana's uh, speed receivers that they have. Uh, For us, we don't have quite as much speed. We're probably a little bit better at stopping the run. And so that matchup for us against Fullerton worked out better because Fullerton likes to run the ball. Against Ravana, it's going to be a tough task because we've struggled stopping the pass at times. And uh, their quarterback is very good, and they have some very tall and uh, fast receivers. So it's going to be tough for us. Very skilled offense. Ravana has put up a lot of points over the course of this season. They've also given up a lot of points uh, in route to that 4-1 and record. Offensively, yes, they're very talented. What else has stood out to you about the Blue Jays? Uh, their size up front. Um, you know, we've played them the last couple years, and uh, you know they have three good-sized kids up front that are that are physical uh, on their offensive line, and uh, that's something that's really changed for them. I guess I don't recall them having that much size up front. Um, and then just you know, they're still a young team as well, and, and going from sophomores to juniors on some of their better players, it's really made a big difference for them. They've really developed. And finally, Coach, what do the Tigers need to do to be successful in this game? Um, I think we need to make them one-dimensional. Um, you know, if we if we can stop the run and force them to pass all the time, that might, you know, help us out. Again, our secondary is not real fast, but I think we can do some things up front to put some pressure on their quarterback. And then offensively, again, we just need to be consistent doing what we do. We've been our own worst enemy this year, even against the good teams. We really haven't had any team stop us. It's us stopping ourselves. That's Palmer head coach Nate Glaus. Coach, best of luck. All right, thank you. We'll have starting lineups next. Get more than you expect at 
Furniture Direct. Feeling like you need to go out of town for the best value on your new furniture? Why waste your time when you can shop Furniture Direct in Hastings? Furniture Direct has everyday low prices on top name brands like Ashley, Beautyrest, and Catnapper. Plus, get more than what you expect with express delivery, no interest financing, and friendly hometown service. Why drive when you can get more than you expect? Furniture Direct, behind Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorb Farms also commends them for their academics, and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From Zorb Farms, Litchfield. The Breeze 94.5. Healthcare pregame, Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Ravenna will be having the ball first. And let's go ahead and give those starters first as well. The Blue Jays, 4 and 1 on the season, starting on the offensive line, 182 pound senior, number 20, James Myers, 243 pound senior, number 55, Quentin Bach, 277 pound junior, number 70, Adam Betke. The wideouts for the ball game for the Blue Jays, 158 pound sophomore, number 3, Trey Meath. 146-pound junior, number 25, Cooper Shermer. And number one, er, and 152-pound junior, number 44, Jack Trahoda. Running back, 154-pound junior, number six, Drew Bolin. And at quarterback, 160-pound junior, number 12, Jake Jarzinka. The Blue Jays are 4-1 on the season and coached by Dan Bowling for the home team, the Palmer Tigers, where it is parents night the last home game of the season so that's going on handing out roses to the parents getting pictures taken starting for the tigers tonight on defense at nose tackle 250 215 pound freshman number 25 miklo ortiz defensive tackles are 170 pound sophomore number 16 chet wickman and number and 180 pound junior number 24 remington gay outside linebackers are 200 pound junior number 34 jesus guzman 175-pound junior, number 87, Justin Kuda. Middle linebacker, 190-pound senior, number 52, Chad Samuelson. And at safety is 165-pound sophomore, number 10, Carson Reimers. And 135-pound sophomore, number 2, Ruger Reimers. Tigers are 1-4 on the season and coached by Nate Glaus. A lot more to come from the Mary Landing Healthcare pregame. Trent walked around on the field a little bit, sized up both teams. Felt how the field is. We'll get all that and more coming up here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We're the UK Boy Superstore Outlet. Superstore. Shopping centered around you, you, you. One-stop shop that gives you more. Shopping centered around you, you, you. We're the UK Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters now also located in Sutton. 
The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back into Palmer. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockingay. And you know what, Trent? You were down on the field earlier. It's it's parents' night. You, you've walked around. You've sized up both teams. Which it's a lot easier when you walk around on the field as opposed to being in the booth, which very nice facilities here in Palmer taking care of us very well. But as a band plays in the background, take us through first the home team and based on records, the underdog for tonight. Yeah, Palmer's one and four. We talked about, or the coach talked about how they're one and four, but they're young and they're getting a lot better. They played Fullerton really well last week. They defend the run really good. Um, if they're going to pull the upset tonight, they'll have to get Chad Samuelson going. He's rushed for over 500 yards this season, and they'll want to get Ruger Reimers going. He's thrown for over 300 yards through the air and added almost 200 yards on the ground. So I think get those two going, try to get them in space, try to just um, you know get some first get some early momentum. That's that's really going to help them. And as uh, as we heard in the uh, the coaches' interviews there for Ravenna. Coach Bowling also said one and four, not a good. Indi- it's not very indicative of the Tigers' season that they're having, how this team is developing. Looking at the visitors, the Blue Jays four and one. Their only loss on the season is to a common opponent so far, Fullerton in their district. Fullerton, as we talked about, got the it kind of snowballed a little bit in that ball game. Fullerton took it to Ravenna a little bit, and then Palmer last week, it was a 16 to 12 ball game. What do the Blue Jays need to do tonight? Well, I was walking around before the game talking to some parents and, and some fans for Ravenna, and they said they played Fullerton really well. They were up 14 to nothing on them, had a great start, and then turnovers started to happen. So for tonight, we got to limit the turnovers, get Jake Jarzinka going, try to get Trey Meath up on the outside. Trey Meath he's, has almost 500 yards receiving this year, so that's a big-time playmaker out on the edge. And they want to get guys like uh, Drew Bowling and Jack Drahota going um, through the air and on the ground as well. A number of players, like you said, Jarzinka and Bowling, both over 400 yards rushing on this season. Drahota, just under 300. So you've got three guys running the ball extremely well so far. And then it, it is, let, let's face it, it's the Jake Jarzinka show back at quarterback, 53 for 95, which is fantastic playing eight-man ball. Definitely going to hit 1,000 yards passing. You were on the field. How is it? Because it had we're, we're in the 50s, low 50s, going to drop. There is a small chance of rain, a little sprinkling, sprinkle action as the as the evening continues. Actually, it already looks like that's kind of going on. That's what we drove through on the way here. How's the field holding up uh, for these ball clubs? The field is an absolutely fantastic um, condition for uh, we're getting in October. The field gets a lot of use, but it's holding up really well. It's a little wet, but it's not going to affect the game. And um, there's no wind tonight. That's not going to be a factor. It's a really just kind of a perfect night if you – if you can hold off some of the moisture, it'd be a really good night for football. If anyone's ever been to to Kearney High and seen a track meet there, and they'll they'll get football there uh, eventually, is how it sounds. But you look and you've got kind of the the backdrop, the the cityscape. Uh, you see that in a number of towns, a number of schools as well. The backdrop here, we've got a pool, we've got the school, we've got the baseball field. You've got about everything you want for a backdrop at a eight man football game, Trent. Yeah, really nice facilities here. Looks like they have a fantastic baseball field. They've got grass infield. Uh, the grass is really well taken care of. Um, brand new press box up here. It's just really nice facilities for a small town. I'm looking from here. We're about dead center on that baseball field from here to home. I'm not sure I can make that throw any more happy. I don't have to. But a lot more to come here on the Mary Landing Healthcare pregame where it's parents' night in Palmer where the Tigers are hosting the Blue Jays of Ravenna. We're here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com. 
This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Breeze 94.5. Hey, we want to remind you that our internet streaming on both high school games on Platte River Radio's group of stations and on PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barry or by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln Barney Insurance. So looking around, we've, we're obviously here in Palmer Trent, but around Platte River Radio's group of stations over on ESPN Tri Cities on 1460. It's Cozad at Carney Catholic. They are in pregame as well. All of these kickoffs are at 7, so they're in pregame just like we are. And then over on ESPN Tri-Cities, 1550, it's Seward at Hastings on Power 99, Loomis at Pleasanton, and then on 1230 KHAS Radio, it's Adam Central at Minden. There have been a couple of games already played or have actually get, gotten underway earlier today because although we're getting just a little bit of rain where we're at, to the east they're expecting and we, I haven't looked to see the word on how big those storms are coming through, but they've been expecting storms and a lot more rain, a lot worse weather than what we're experiencing. And that's why Carney's game at Lincoln Southwest got moved up. They started at 5 there in the fourth quarter where Carney has a 15-14 to 14 lead. 15, sometimes a little, little strange crooked number to get in football. But fourth quarter, Carney is leading Lincoln Southwest 15-14. to 14. Millard West beat Grand Island in a battle of top four teams. It was number four, Millard West, over number three, Grand Island. I believe that game was played yesterday. BDS beat HTRS in the battle of acronyms. Number two, BDS, with a 54-6 to victory. Vertrand over Elwood, 46-12. to Most of these games will be getting underway tonight at 7. We've also got a couple six-man finals where Wilcox-Hildreth downed Eustis Farnham. Will Hill, number two in the state. Eustace Farnham, number 10, 92 to 46, the final on that one. And Sumner Eddieville Miller took down Maywood Hayes Center, 37 to 18. You can get all of those scores online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. If, if you're at another game, hey, we'd love to get those score updates. Call or text the updates to 308-646-0506. We'll add it to our live scoreboard again. That's at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Jeff Babel, the whole gang, taking care of you, getting all of those area scores on there. So if you're at a game, or you're just tweeting, use the hashtag Preps, and the boys and Cassie will find it on there because it's not just boys back at the studio, Trent. Had to catch myself on that one. But we do have more to come from Palmer. Both teams getting ready for their starting lineups, running out onto the field, band playing really well. It's always nice. It's parents' nice as night, Trent. Nice, Trent. I know it's a, it's been a while since you and I have had parents, but uh, or parents' night. But thank you, Paul and Kim. Since we'll, we'll have our own parents' night. This is the first one we've had this year, Trent. Yeah, it's nice to see a small town have good student participation in the stands. They've got really good numbers on the band, and 
I'll tell you what, they sound really good. They do, and we've got more to come here from Palmer as the Maryland Healthcare pregame continues on the breeze 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The Breeze 94.5. Back in Palmer in the Marylanding Healthcare pregame. Trent is back with us. He left us last week um, for nothing really important, Trent, but I guess it, uh, you've now been married a week. Again, congratulations. What was it like being married a week and then coming back to work? Well, thanks. Um, work started right away Sunday morning. Had to get everything cleaned up, but other than that, we've been really busy and we're leaving for a honeymoon tomorrow, but everything's been great. Uh, it was a beautiful day. Uh, couldn't be happier to be married to love my life. So. Love of your life got a, got a name? Her name is Heather. Uh, Heather Ockingay now. She took my name. Um, some people around town maybe thought that I was going to take her name because Harris is a lot easier to spell, but I was able to convince her to take the hard name. Well, we're happy to have you uh, back again. Congratulations from all of us at Platte River Radio and, you know, at the Tri-Cities area as well. Taking a look at this game, so... It is uh, in eight-man. They still take 32 to the playoffs. Palmer currently one and four, still in the district hunt, although they do have that loss to Fullerton. Just having looking at third, taking 32 teams into the playoffs, Palmer has a lot to play for still here. Yeah, they do, because a lot of times if you can – sometimes on those lower seeds, you can win two games since you can, especially if you get a big one here over Ravenna. Ravenna's got the good record. A four and one, they're probably going to end up with six or seven wins on the season. So yeah, Palmer has everything to play for. It's the season's not lost just because you're one and four. And that's one of those, as we talked about, Ravenna ineligible for the playoffs um, in that district. But Palmer, if you you if you are a lower seed and that's what you're probably going to get to at, at one and four with three games to go, you win that first round, then you're at home the next round. You can get those two wins and you see what gets rolling. But a lot more to come on the rest of the season. We're going to see how things shake out, and we're going to get the national anthem here since the American Legion about to walk the flag onto the field. Always enjoy hearing the national anthem played here from these small, especially these small schools, Trent. But we've got more to come here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com. Two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer. Just because of the, the type of cancer I had directly affected the ability to have children. This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally. You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part, and then poof, your perspective just completely flips. And so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday, it was just absolutely mind-boggling. It was uh, 
one of the best days of my life. Made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened. And I can't help but be incredibly proud because I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first Mother's Day or hold my baby. It just makes the love stronger. We are Ron and Kara Faber. And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. We're the UK Boy Superstore. Alex Superstore. Shopping centered around you, you, you. One stop shop that gives you more. Shopping centered around you, you, you. We're the UK Superstore. The Breeze, Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Breeze 94.5. Pack and Palmer lining up for kickoff for the 1 and 4 Tigers. are hosting the 4 and 1 Blue Jays. Palmer's. Palmer is in the black and orange. The Blue Jays visitors are in white and blue. Ready to get this one kicked off. And uh, 
You know what, Trent? I'm excited for this one. It's finally getting a little chilly. We talked a couple weeks ago as it was starting to feel like fall. <laughs> now it's a little chilly, ground's a little wet. This really is fall now. Yeah, when you combine the weather and the, the conditions with just the crowd, that senior night had a beautiful band, and the lady who, the girl who just sang the national anthem did a fantastic job. So great atmosphere. Carson Reimers gets his foot into the ball, and this one's going to sail out of bounds at about the 10-yard line. So... Ravenna is going to start with some decent field position for this one where we see Jake Jarzinka come out ready to re ready to lead the troops. Yeah, not the worst thing in the world to kick that out of bounds there, try to keep it away from playmakers, especially Nate Man. You have so much space to work, and, and sometimes you don't have the depth to be able to make a tackle there on special teams. So, But it looks like they're going to re-kick it. And Jack Drahota definitely wants that ball in his hands. Coach Bowling wants that ball in Mr. Drahota's hand. So a re-kick coming up for Mr. Reimers. And, you know, we can say that a for a couple different folks here, but the one doing the kicking is Carson. And that one just kind of sailed a little bit over there, trying to go for that coffin corner. Um, we'll see if this one comes out a little straighter because Ravenna definitely wants the ball in that playmaker's hands. Nice high kick going right down the middle, and we're going to see Drahota catch this one at his own three, running to the... Right, following a few blockers, met at the 15, but he's going to bounce outside of the 20, 25, and tackled to the 28-yard line. So that's why they wanted him to get the ball in his hands. That's better field position than taking it at the uh, 20, 25 for that penalty. Yeah, you could see on that um, kick return there that Ravenna had really nice blocking, and uh, they were able to get a good return there. The Blue Jays coming out with twins to the near side, single receiver to the far side. It's Jarzinka and Meath in the backfield. Jarzinka in shotgun. Meath lined up immediately behind him. No technically down line for the Tigers in a standing position on the D-line. Jarzinka takes a snap immediately out here to the near side. That's Trey Meath catching the ball, stumbling forward out near the sticks. It looks like that's going to be short. We're going to call it a pickup of eight on the play. So right away, Ravenna starts moving the ball quick. Yep, just a, just a little pass out to the flat and Meath was able to get up about eight yards. That's a good start. And ball was right on the money from Jarzinka. Not a lot you can do there from a defensive perspective as quick as that ball came out. But again, Meath is going to be over here to that near side. And looks like Jarzinka again in shotgun. This time he'll hand the ball off. Taking the ball to the right side is bowling. Going to be just short of that first down gain of one on the second short. So third and short again after the bowling run. Yeah, we talked about it pregame. Palmer does a really nice job of defending the run, and Ravenna had second short there, and they were able. Uh, Palmer was able to close in and and bring up a third and third and one. Meath the single receiver to this side. It's Bowling and Jarzinka in the backfield. Jarzinka in shotgun, waiting for the snap. Meath will come, and this time Jarzinka will hand it off to Bowling. Great spin at the line of scrimmage, held the ball out. We're going to see what the spot is. Based on the spot on that far side of the field, it looks like they've got it. But we're going to see just how close this one is here. And, yep, they're going to go ahead and give it to him. So got just enough on the bowling run. And now he's got two carries for two yards, but that's all they needed on that play to move the chains. Yeah, and Ravenna's going to have a tough time uh, maybe trying to figure out who to block because all Palmer's guys are standing up, and they're going to run some stuns and do some things. Now they got the first down. Twins to the far side. Nobody over here to the near side. Jarzinka waiting for the snap going to be bowling again moving to his left side now motion coming right to left going to hand off the jet sweep to jack drahota who's got the edge and he's going to get pushed out of bounds after a pickup 
of seven on the play. Drahota with some good speed running out of that slot on the jet sweep. Yeah, ran the jet sweep and pretty good blocking on the outside. He just barely stepped out of bounds, or he may have gone the distance. Nice job getting just enough to force him out of bounds. Second down and three and what we saw on the last time, which is just a moment ago, was on second and third and short. They ran the ball right up the middle. So we're going to see if Ravenna continues to do that. Very good on first down, going for seven and eight yards. This time they're going to have single receivers to both sides. Jarzinka again with Bowling immediately behind him. Handing the ball off to Bowling up the middle. This time he's got a little bit more room. Dances makes a guy fall down, and he's into the open space. Nobody's going to get him inside the 10 and touchdown. Bowling from 35 yards out, and that's going to be the first point to this ballgame. Nice blocking up front. Couldn't see exactly what happened. If maybe that was a little trap play, but yeah, bowling, you could have drove a Mack truck through there. That was a nice play. Um, bowling got an open space. He's really fast and good play by Ravenna there. Bowling made one cut at the line of scrimmage, and it was all green grass out in front of him after that 35-yard run. Boys in white waiting to get the uh, call from the sideline, and they'll switch a couple guys out for this extra point. Yeah, so Palmer got upfield, maybe a little too far on that touchdown play there. They got to, once they get upfield, if it's too easy, kind of sit back, read, react, see where the ball is. Going for two, going to hand off the jet sweep again to Drahota, who's going to dance his way. Just enough room on the sideline to bounce his way in. But So that's going to be, with 9.46 to go in the first quarter, it's Ravenna 8, Palmer nothing here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Back here in Palmer, where the Blue Jays of Benna visiting team have put up eight points on the board, 9.46 to go, and now they're going to go ahead and put their foot into it. Kind of a squib over here to the sideline. This will run out of bounds, so the first kick for both teams has gone out of bounds here to start its ball game. Yeah, we've seen more penalties this year on, on kickoffs, I think. I, I think teams have the ability to kick off, but they're not just trying to put it right down the middle. They're trying to get it to the corner, or they're trying to put as much into it and get it out of the end zone, but just not working for them there. And these are the first two we've seen this year that have both been re-kicked. A lot of times the teams have just taken the yards and started that offense, but it's Ruger, Reimers, and Chad Samuelson waiting deep, kicking the ball off for the Blue Jays. Hunter Douglas, this time he'll get another run at it. And it'll go over to the right side, take a bounce at the 20, picked up by Samuelson, who's going to manage to bulldog his way forward for five yards on that return. So starting at the 25-yard line, we'll get our first look at the Tigers. Yeah, I'm not sure if Palmer even touched a guy there on the kick return coverage. It was just about four or five Ravenna Blue Jays running down and making a tackle and really salvaged the penalty. And they're at the 25, and that's not going to hurt them at all, but... Palmer needs to see if they can get Samuelson and Ruger-Reimers going here. And it's Ruger-Reimers in the shotgun. Samuelson immediately behind him, and they will hand it off to Samuelson, running around to the left side. He's met by a bunch of Blue Jays, but he'll pick up two on the play. 
And that's what they're going to do for Keith Samuelson quite a bit here. And on that lead block for them was Jesus Guzman, also in the backfield standing just in front of quarterback Reimers. Yeah, nice start for Palmer. Um, two yards, three yards. If you can do it all night, you're going to win some ball games. Nice. Speed option to the near side. Not going to pitch the ball and stopped after kind of falling forward, doing a good job of picking up yards on the play. We'll call it a gain of two for Ruger Reimers, but running that quick pitch or quick sprint option to the near side, nowhere really to go after the pitch was taken away immediately. Yeah, he thought maybe the he could fake the defender and, and to the outside, but the defensive end did a nice job, stayed committed to the ball and made a nice tackle. Now it's third and long. Sting receiver here to the near side. That's Carson Reimers. Ruger is going to roll to the roll to his right and throwing it up to Carson on the sideline, but they're going to say he was out of bounds on the catch. So that's going to bring up a fourth down and six for the Tigers from their own 29. Yeah, I had a really good eye on that ball, and it looked like you know his feet were just on the line. So that's out of bounds. Uh, quick three and out by Palmer, but that um, was really close to converting the first down there. It was a good ball coming from Ruger over to Carson, and that's a connection we're going to be watching. Going back to punt the ball is going to be Ruger Reimers. Back deep for the Blue Jays. Looks like it's Trey Meath. And it's going to be a fake coming up. Ruger with nobody out to his left. Now he's going to throw the ball on the far side. The fake it catching the ball. Gunner Reimers, who's going to pick up the first down and a whole lot more. Now down over to the 33 of the Blue Jays. There was nobody home on that side of the field. Ruger took one step forward, acted like he was going to punt it. There wasn't enough pressure there that he had to get rid of it anyway. He stepped up. A guy got a hand on him, but he threw it out. Nice, easy first down on the fourth down pickup. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I didn't see that coming. You always think that you go three and out. Um, tradition tells you you're going to punt, but that's not what they did. Nice nice play call by Palmer. Running the quick option here to the near side. Reimer's going to pitch it over to Samuelson, who's got a lot of green space out in front of him, knocked out of bounds. So he'll go down at the 30. Nice pickup of eight on the play. Now, after you pick up that fake punt, we'll call it a gain of seven looking over there. Yeah, Ravenna's, Ravenna didn't do a very good job there containing. They really crashed down on the quarterback, and uh, Reimer made a nice pitch. Again to Samuelson up the middle, and this time he's going to go pick up a first down. They're not going to have to get tricky at all on first down that time. Two plays and another first down. Yeah, they're mixing it up. They went outside, and now they just went... Uh, simple dive up the middle, and and Palmer's put together a nice drive. Great play call to get the momentum back there on that fake punt. They've, they're moving the ball basically at will here. And we're seeing some pace now for the Tigers, who are going to not hand the ball off this time. It'll be Ruger Reimers running up the middle himself following a couple blockers, but another good gain on first down, four yards that time. And, yeah, the Tigers are moving the ball at will at this point after that fake on fourth down. Yeah, doing a nice job establishing the line of scrimmage there. Um, the coordinator, he's he's mixing it up. They're going inside, outside, quick hitters, and maybe see a pass here. And that's exactly what we're going to see on the out route. It's slipping, so the ball sails just over him. Slipping on this near side was Carson Reimers, and that's what we were talking about because the, the field is just a little bit wet, and it's been sprinkling all day, and I think we're going to see that a little bit as some of these players make those cuts, but Carson was open coming to that sideline. Yeah, it might have been some miscommunication on maybe the route or the timing of the route because... Uh, the ball was thrown, and a receiver hadn't turned around, so maybe the receiver uh, maybe ran the wrong route out there. Speed option to the far side, and turning it upfield, Ruger Reimer is this time not going to pitch it to Samuelson, and it'll now bring up a fourth down and four 
for the Tigers last time. They faked it, but you're not in punt territory this time, so it's pretty much line up a regular play to go for it. Yep, you're about in that eight-man red zone, which is about the 15, and yeah, you get a punt here. Some teams have kickers, but... Uh, most teams are going to go for it in this situation. And that's what they're going to do, this time looking to pass pressure. Going to run out of the box and upfield. He's now inside the 10, and that's another first down. Two fourth down conversions on this drive for the Tigers. And that, that's one thing, as they are 1-4. Both coaches said that's not very indicative of their of how good this team is, but going to be a first and goal from the 8-yard line. Yeah, some momentum from last week when they played Fullerton's carrying over to this game because yeah, like you said, the, four, the two fourth-down conversions are just huge in a game like this. Still Samuelson in the backfield with Reimers, and they're going to hand it off to Samuelson following up the middle. He'll get tackled to the five-yard line. Samuelson has run the ball really well. Most of it's been right up the middle, and he's had to meet a bunch of uh, Blue Jays once he gets to the line of scrimmage. But the Tigers' offensive line right now moving and getting a push to start and give Samuelson something to follow. Yeah, they're, and they're mixing it up, so... Um, that's going to open up their passing game, too, for Palmer. We're going to see the pitch, and Samson running to the far side. Met at the five, diving forward. We're going to see just how close he gets in there. Tackled down at the one. Continuing to just, once they got inside that ten, it, it's running the ball, and they're going to be at the, they'll call it the two-yard line there. But third down and short, Samuelson has been working his tail off inside this ten to put points on the board. Yeah, anytime you're giving the ball to number 52 to carry the ball, uh, he's going to be a load to bring down. He's done a fantastic job early in this game. And that's what they're going to do, running the same play this time to the near side. Blue Jays are all over it. But, and yep, they're going to say he only picked up one on the play. Fourth down coming. So the third fourth down on this possession. And we'll see if the Tigers go three for three and put points on the board or if the Blue Jays are going to be stuck deep in their own territory. That's something you don't even do in Madden or NCAA football is, is have three fourth down conversions in one drive. So It's but, Guzman to Reimer's right. Samuelson behind him. And they're going to not hand the ball off to Samuelson. Reimer's going to turn it up himself. A whole bunch of tacklers around him, but he does just enough to keep the feet turning. And it's Ruger, Reimer's, into the end zone to get the Tigers on the board. Good start for Palmer. You came out. It looked like it was going to be a three and out. You took a gamble, ran the fake punt and you converted three fourth downs to have an opportunity to tie up this game early as the underdog. Now getting the call from the sideline, going for two as well. As, as it stands, they trail eight to six. Extra point here. It's Reimers with Samuelson behind him going to look to pass the ball, staring down a receiver. He's going to run forward. Now he just flips it forward, and he was behind the line of scrimmage, so that's two points as Gunner Reimers makes the catch for two. So it's eight to eight here in Palmer where the Tigers are tied with the Blue Jays of Ravenna at 5.23 to go in the first quarter. On the breeze, 94.5, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorp Farms also commends them for their academics and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From Zorp Farms, Litchfield. The Breeze 94.5. It is tied up at Hayter and Palmer after the Tigers converted three fourth downs, including a fake punt to start the drive after it looked like they were going to be going in and out and then running against the punt. 
So tied up at eight with the four and one Ravenna Blue Jays. We're going to go ahead and see Carson Reimers try to get his boot into it. The first one he kicked to start the game went out of bounds. They had him re-kick it because the Blue Jays want Drahota to get his hands on the ball. He made a nice return the first time around. We'll see what happens the second time. Another deep kick. This one over Drahota's head and out the back of the end zone into the kids playing football on the far end of the field. There's just a little bit of room. So one of those kids is going to have to bring the game ball back on over. But very nice kick that time out the back of the end zone. Yeah, great kick by Palmer to eliminate the kick return. And what a great sight to see the young kids there playing football and probably getting into some fights and being a little competitive. Just, you know, that's where programs are built in your youth. They're so. not any more than 10 yards off the end zone, but this time we're going to see Ravenna start with the ball, hand the ball bowling again up the middle for a gain of three to start their drive, their last drive. It was a big run by Drew Bowling from 35 yards out, so he'll get the ball to start this possession. Yeah, Ravenna, to keep that, to keep those outside plays honest, they're going to have to keep running stuff right up the gut, and, and that plays right into Palmer's strength. They've got a big defensive tackle there. He's going to eat up some blockers and try to stop those runs. Bowling standing just to the left of quarterback Jake Jarzinka, who's standing in shotgun. They will not hand it off to Bowling this time. Jarzinka is going to run to the left side, pick up a first down, and he'll be dragged down at the 27-yard line. So getting a healthy dose of bowling and then Jarzika keeping it himself. Yeah, Palmer putting up a good fight, but one thing I've noticed is Ravenna's yards are coming just a little bit easier than Palmer's are on the offensive side of the ball. Now waiting to get that call. Palmer ran with a lot of pace. Ravenna gets the call, gets the huddle, and then jogs up to the line. So they're ready to just kind of wear on you throughout this game. Bunch here to the near side. Bowling now moving to the right side and they're going to have handed off on the end around running around to that side is Jack Drahota. Not a lot of room to go but he will gain three on the play. Now down at the 30 yard line. Carson Reimers for Palmer came up contained really nice. Uh, blew up that play a little kind of a, a jet sweep out of the from the H-back position by Drahota. Did a nice job. Limited the gain. Still a four yard gain by Ravenna, but could have been a lot more. Now spreading things out, Twins to the far side, and the snap is right through the hands of Jarzinka, but Bowling kept, picks it up, and he's now past the sticks. He's running to the far sideline. He'll be pushed out of bounds inside the 25. That ball went through Jarzinka's hands, whether it was a designed run for Bowling or not. Bowling just caught it himself and ran to the right side and picked up a healthy chunk of change, and now Ravenna moves the sticks. Good game there by Bowling. Yeah, probably not how they drew it up, but guess what? You got it. You take it, and uh, that's 26 yards on the on a botched play, so I'm sure sure they're not happy with the snap, but they're happy with the outcome. Twins to the near side, single receiver to the far side. Jarzinik still in shotgun with bowling to his left now. Taking the snap, looks like they're going to pass it. Jarzinka looking left, southpaw throws it out here. Drahota makes the catch near the sideline, dances back in, and he'll make a pickup of four on the play. So, after the big pickup by bowling, they'll throw the ball to the flats and move the ball again. Yeah, he just came from his, his slot position, ran a little... Just a short little out route, kind of out in the flat, and that's an easy five yards for Drahota there. Jarzinka puts the ball right on the money. That's key if you if you want to throw those balls laterally. Jarzinka shotgun with Bowling right behind him. Now Bowling moves to his left. Twins to the far side, single receiver to the near side. Jarzinka takes the drop, and he's looking to the end zone and slipping. The ball was a little bit behind him, not making the grab was Trey Meath. I think if that ball is out in front for Meath, that's six more points on the board. 
very hard to make a stop and turn back for the ball on this field right now. Yeah, really nice route by Meath. Ball just a little bit thrown behind him. Maybe on a drier night, Meath can adjust and get his footing and reach back and, and at least have an opportunity at that ball, but there was no chance there. So Meath, Meath ran a great route, beat his guy, and, and uh, just a missed opportunity. Third down and six now, bowling to the left side of Jarzinga in shotgun. Handing the ball off to Bowling, running to the right. He's not touched for the first four yards. He's going to get close to the sticks and drug down at the 15-yard line. They're going to say he's short. So a fourth and about half a yard upcoming for the Blue Jays. Yeah, if I'm Ravenna, I've had success throwing out to the flats. But to to try not to uh, make any mistakes, I'd go with my bread and butter and I'd just kind of run right up the middle or maybe keep with the quarterback somewhere. And Bowling has run well up the middle to start this game. He actually hasn't been stopped for a loss of yards yet, so that's one that we're going to be watching. But actually in the backfield right now, it looks like it's Braden Mueller, who's now to the right of Jarzinka. And he's going to lead block for Jarzinka, who just puts his shoulder pads down and runs past the stick. That's going to be a first down now for Ravenna at the 13-yard line of the Tigers. Yeah, and I don't know Ravenna very well, but... I'm going to go ahead and guess that Mueller might be the, a little bit better at lead blocking because he came in, and, and usually you don't bring in your uh, your spell running back to give him to him on fourth and one unless he's a great big dude. But, uh, yeah, it was a nice play by Ravenna, but uh, Palmer put up a good fight there on the edge. Almost stopped him short. And we see Bowling now back in at running back, single receiver to both sides for the Blue Jays. Bowling recess to the left of Jarzinka. Not going to hand the ball off to Bowling. Jarzinka is going to again run, this time to the left side. He'll now get inside the 10 down to the 8-yard line. So we've seen throughout this game already, we're almost a minute and a half to go in the first quarter. We've seen four fourth-down conversions already. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy step. I want to give Jake Myers from Ravenna a little bit of credit there. He took his guy, and he put him on his butt. A nice four-yard run for Ravenna there. More of a bunch formation. For the Blue Jays, twins to that far side, single receiver to the near side. Bowling also to the near side. Motion coming right to left. That's Trahota. They're going to hand it off again to him. He makes a guy slip, and he'll run into the end zone from eight yards out. It's Jack Trahota putting six more on the board for the Blue Jays. Yeah, he made a nice jump cut there. It was a, kind of a, one of those fly sweeps out of a, from an H-back position. Not, I don't know if you really call that a, a true fly sweep, but um, <laughs> a really nice play by Ravenna. They've got good blocking on the outside. And uh, we can tell tell by looking at Palmer that they're going to be really tough up the middle but might struggle on the outside. And Ravenna's got a lot of playmakers. Extra point upcoming. Jarzinka in shotgun waiting for the snap. He'll hand it off to Bowling up the middle who is touched once he gets to the goal line. But easy two points there for the Tigers who extend their – take back the lead 16-8 to eight here. With 120 to go in the first quarter, it's Ravenna leading Palmer on the breeze 94-5 and online at platriverpreps.com. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Feeling like you need to go out of town for the best value on your new furniture? Why waste your time when you can shop Furniture Direct in Hastings? Furniture Direct has everyday low prices on top-name brands like Ashley, Beautyrest, and Catnapper. Plus, get more than what you expect with express delivery, no interest financing, and friendly hometown service. Why drive when you can get more than you expect? Furniture Direct, behind Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. The Breeze 94.5. Tri-City is 1550 at Seward. 
number six in Class B, leading number ten, Hastings, fourteen to nothing. That game in the first quarter. You can get all these games and scores by going to PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can also stream us online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Thanks to Barney Insurance. Ravenna with a kick again, this time running up under the ball and muffing it is Ruger Reimers, but he'll pick it up himself, run to the 20 and tackled at the 25-yard line. So after converting three first downs, their first possession, or three fourth downs, their first possessions, tying the game up, Tigers offense ready to come back out on the field. Yeah, I'm sure the coaches will want to try not to be in those fourth down uh, conversion spots. They'd rather just get them on first and second down. So, But if you're Palmer here, you can't go out and you can't get a turnover that leading to a Ravenna score or anything that will break this game open. Guzman just to the left of Reimers. The ball is going to go over Reimers' head. He turns around and catches it off the tip, and he'll go down at the 20-yard line for a loss of five. That's, with that ball being could be just a little bit wet, that one went right through his hands on the snap, and they'll lose five. Yeah, and that's, Palmer was really fortunate there. Uh, it was tipped twice on the snap, and they were able to get it back. And We just talked about it. you can't get that turnover that leads to a Ravenna score, but it almost happened there, so... Now you're second and long, you got to recover. Reimers will run the quick option to the far side, pitches it to Samuelson, who's tackled after a gain of three on the play. Yeah, Drew Bowling and uh, looks like Trey Meath, yeah, outside on outside, he's really strung that play out there, adjusting to the, the sprint speed option there and uh, not focusing on the quarterback there. They strung out Samuelson and took him down for a short game. Just Reimers and Samuelson in the backfield now. This time Reimers dropping back to pass. He'll throw it to the near side and skips this one short of Carson Reimers. Carson's been getting open on some of these plays. They just haven't been able to hook up. Had one on the sideline. Had one where Carson slipped and then on that one. Ball just short from Ruger Reimers. Yeah, not to play armchair quarterback from up here in the booth where it's nice and dry, but looks like he had a little easier throw on a crossing route to Jesus Guzman going across, but um, either way, they're probably going to punt this time for them all. Fourth and 12 from their own 24, and this time we do see that ball get punted away. It's a bounce at the 23, rolls down, and it's going to roll out at about the 10-yard line. Very, very nice punt by the Tigers to really flip that field. They're going to say it went out at the 11-yard line. So, oh, Ravenna pinned back a little deeper than what they had their last two possessions. Yeah, Palmer avoided disaster on the snap. Um, they got out of there, and if you're going to go three and out, what you want to do is what you said, flip the field, pin Ravenna deep. Now you can try to come out, stop them, try to get a little more aggressive on the run. You're giving up too many chunk plays, and try not to let Ravenna open up this game. Jarzinka with twins to the near side. Going to look, and he will throw it to that near side, making a jump catch. It's Trey Meath, who's tackled with nowhere to go. Going to be a pickup of maybe one, but that's going to bring us to the end of the first quarter where the Blue Jays lead the Tigers of Palmer 16-8 here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com I had some things bothering me, some pain and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden I get a call and I found out the cancer is moving to your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornshaw immediately. I had knew about the Morrison Cancer Center, yes, I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment. 
And then, you know, we did a couple more tests down the road with them, and then they said things started to turn around a little. It was, uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was like a weight being lifted. It changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber, and I was treated here in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The Breeze 94.5. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockenday in Palmer, where the Blue Jays of Ravenna lead the Tigers 16 8, about to start the second quarter. Through the first quarter, Drew Bowling for the Blue Jays, already 74 yards on the ground. Yeah, one thing for Palmer, one cool thing that I like, kind of a quirky deal, they've got the last names on their jerseys, so they get to keep them, take them home. You don't see that in eight, man. And we're going to see Jarzinka not hand the ball off. He'll run up the middle himself, going to go past the sticks, tackled at the 22-yard line. So just as we say, Bowling getting a healthy dose of carries. Jarzinka runs forward. He's limping a little bit after that one. Yeah, hopefully he's okay. Um, you know, for these good teams, the key is to not uh, be one-dimensional. So what Ravenna's doing, a little bit of bowling, a little bit of Jarzinka, a little bit of Drahota, the three-headed monster is really working for him. I would say they're going to keep spreading it out. Twins to the near side. Jarzinka and Bowling still in the backfield. Going to hand the ball off to Bowling, who's following the blockers left, and he'll be tackled after a gain of five on the play. So Bowling, for the most part, hasn't been getting just the one- and two-yard gains. It's been five, it's been 35, it's been 20-plus, and that's been a healthy dose. As you said, though, mixing it in with Jarzinka and Drahota. Yeah, and, and Bowling, Ravenna's doing a nice job because Bowling is running four or five yards before he's even tackled, but when Palmer does make the tackle, there's two or three guys there to make the stop, so uh, doing a nice job of gang tackling, but Ravenna's just a little bit better at um, blocking and, and uh, getting those guys up in space. Twins to the near side for Ravenna. Motion coming right to left with Drahota. Not handing it off this time. Jarzenka's looking deep, and he's going to have the ball strip-sacked in the backfield, and I think Palmer has this one. We're going to see how they unpile it, but that looked like a strip-sack, and Ravenna would have it, but they're going to say Ravenna gets the ball back, and a lot of good pressure there from the Tigers' defensive line. Mainly looked like the one who got the ball was Miklo Ortiz who got back. There are a few other guys for the Tigers in the backfield. Good pressure and a very long third down as the Blue Jays are on their own 15, have to get out to the 32. Yeah, two things we talked about. Um, you can't have big turnovers, and you can't and you can't give up big plays if you want to stay in this game. Palmer doing a nice job. It looks like they had a guy wide open. Ravenna did, but they came out and stopped that play. Trips to the near side. Jarzink all by himself in the backfield. A quick slant pass and not, not able to bring it in was Drew Bowling. So, punting situation upcoming for the Blue Jays who themselves were pinned at their own 10 and now going to have to see if they can flip the field back on the punt back to get the punt off is Trey Meath standing waiting to get the ball in his hands is Ruger Reimers for the Tigers yeah and it looked like Jarzinka may have rushed that throw a little bit because he did have him in space good high punt Reimers waiting just in uh, outside his own 30 calling the fair catch and that'll be good starting field position for the Tigers from their own 31. Yeah, they gained a lot of yards there by uh, punting the ball away and holding Ravenna, getting a good strip sack there. Uh, Palmer's impressive so far. They're they're one and four, but you know I don't know about you, but looking at them, they don't look one and four. They're playing really good football tonight. This looks like a uh, an eight-man playoff team that once they get there, as some of the younger players continue to to develop, they can win a couple games, and then you see where it rolls the rest of the way. Reimers in shotgun, 
taking the snap. He'll hand it off, coming to this uh, coming to the near side. That's going to be Guzman following a couple blockers forward for a gain of five. Good start for your drive for Palmer Guzman. Yeah, really, he's a thick kid. Nice run out there to the outside. Palmer's doing a nice job up front, getting uh, get seals on their blocks, hold them just long enough, and they're moving the ball pretty nicely. Guzman with a good run, although he does lead block for Samuelson most of the time. Guzman will run out in the flats, and they're going to throw it to him this time. He stiff arms a guy right at the line of scrimmage, and he'll go forward for another couple yards. Third down and three upcoming for the Tigers. The ball was right on the money from Ruger Reimers. You could see it unfolding um, all the way from up here in the crow's nest. You could, uh, If you could have just made one guy miss, he had a lot of run, a lot of space to run. Guzman just to the left of Reimers in the backfield. Samuelson behind them both. They're going to hand the ball off to Guzman again, who's met in the backfield, and he won't get past the line of scrimmage. Flying through and getting his hands on Guzman. Looks like hard to see exactly that number across there. That was Drew Bowling flying into the backfield. Fourth down and three for the Tigers from their own 37. They're lined up to go for it here at midfield. Reimers takes the snap. He'll throw it to the near side, into the flat to Guzman, who makes one guy miss. He's now past the 35, past the 30. Stiff arms a guy, spins inside the 30, and he'll go out near the 20-yard line, saying he went out of bounds at the 21. Good feet there by Guzman, who's been the – they're getting a healthy dose of Guzman on this drive. Yeah, no kidding. That's a fourth straight play that they've gone to Guzman. And and I was just getting ready to say maybe they've gone to him one too many times because they snuffed out that last play, but – uh, they proved me wrong. Uh, Guzman made a nice catch and, and a good run to move the chains. That's a really big play for Palmer. Four for four are the Tigers on fourth down. This time Reimer's going to pass, looking up towards the end zone, and he'll throw just too high for Carson Reimer's. Again, that's one of those he's throwing almost on the money, but it needs to be out front just a little bit more. Yeah, the Palmer's run good routes. Um, Carson Reimer's, he's big, tall kid, good target for um, Ruger Reimer's. A lot of Reimer's to get through, and Try to get all their names straight, so if I uh, misspeak, I'm sorry about that. So, um, Really nice ball, though, by Ruger Reimers. He's throwing the ball pretty good. And Ruger will fake the pass into the flats on the near side. He'll throw it up towards the end zone to Carson, this time with a jump, and he won't get it. Very good defense in the end zone by Ravenna. Defensive back in there. Looks like it was Cooper Shermer. Yeah, just a, a jump ball to Carson Reimers, and uh, that's a pretty good ball from Ruger. Maybe could have been a little farther to the back pylon because he did have him beat. Had to stop, kind of try to come back to it without pushing off. Um, did a nice job, though. and Looks like they're going to have that option all night. If they can get Carson involved, that's going to open up some of this run game with Samuelson and Guzman. As it stands, Reimers will fake the handoff play action. He's going to look to the near side, a lot of pressure dancing around. He's now going to turn it up, field himself. He's got nobody in front of him. He's going to run it in. Completely untouched after he got chased out of the backfield. 22-yard touchdown run and scramble by Ruger Reimers. Ravenna got a good pass rush there, but Ruger Reimers, he kept his head, kept two hands on the ball, stepped up in the pocket, looked, saw nobody was there. He used the speed, trotted in from 22 yards. Good answer by Palmer. Good answer. And that is that was all set up on the flipping the field with the punt, then playing defense, getting the ball back, and picking up another conversion on fourth down and now they're going to throw it out to the flats to Guzman who again with another jump cut and he'll run in for two more so it's all tied up at 16 here in Palmer where the Tigers are tied with the Ravenna Blue Jays 8-13 to go in the second quarter here on the breeze 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com 
Second touchdown of the game for Ruka Reimers. This time it didn't take a fourth down, but they did convert a fourth down. They're four for four already here, and we are not even halfway through the uh, through the second quarter. Yeah, Palmer doing a nice job of mixing it up. Uh, Ravenna's obviously trying to stop their running back, Chad Samuelson. He's a good kid, but um, Jesus Guzman, he's a good athlete too. They uh, gave it to him about four or five plays there, and, and then they went to the air, and did a nice job of just mixing it up, keeping Ravenna on their heels. Starting to see more Tigers get their hands on the ball. About to put his foot into the ball is Carson Reimers with a good deep high kick, and this one will sail into the end zone. Not a lot Drahota can do. He wants to return it anyway, but that ball crosses the goal line. It's dead, and they'll bring it out to 15. Yeah, that's a weapon when you can just uh, eliminate any kick return. We say it all the time, but great kick by Palmer. They're playing really good football tonight. Uh, Ravenna not doing too bad themselves. We've seen both teams have had to punt. And now Ravenna, this time, not pinned at their own 10. They'll spread the field. Twins to the near side, single receiver to the far side. Jarzinka with bowling right behind it. And he will hand it off to bowling up the middle, who's met, but he makes one guy go down. And now it's a whole bunch of Tigers in on bowling. Pickup of, we'll call it three on the play, but not a lot of room for bowling that time. And he's had room so far throughout this game. Yeah, Palmer must... Um, they've made a couple of nice adjustments. They're really tough up the middle. And actually the ball came out about a split second after the refs blew the whistle. So I'm sure Palmer wanted that. But um, progress was clearly stopped. So Ravenna, Ravenna avoids the turnover there. Tigers with a good pursuit throughout this game, getting to the ball whenever Bowling has it up the middle. Now Twins to the far side. Single receiver Meath to the near side. Bowling will go just to the just to the left of Jarzinka. They won't hand it off to Bowling this time, but Jarzinka is going to run untouched past the 30. They're going to have to run after him past the 40, tackled and pushed out of bounds inside the 35-yard line. That time they faked it to Bowling and Jarzinka with a lot of green grass, and he's fast enough to get downfield, athletic enough to pick up the first down. Yeah, the Palmer's really uh, focused on stopping those runs up the gut, and finally Jarzinka kept it on the outside and uh, quick 35-yard scamper from him. That flips the field. Uh, good answer by Ravenna there. Ravenna now in Tiger territory at the 33-yard line, and actually falling out of the huddle. Sorry, Trey Meath, we're going to have to pick on you on that one. Feet got tangled up breaking the huddle, but it's Jarzinka with bowling just to his left, twins to the near side. Going to hand the ball off on a read there for bowling, who gets to the outside, spins around, and now has four or five Tigers making the tackle after a pickup of four. I'm really impressed with Palmer's gang tackling. Uh, they just show a lot of effort. Every every guy on defense is flying to the ball, no matter if it's uh, on the backside of the play or if they're reading their tackle. They're trying to chase them down, and they're never giving up on the play. Palmer's doing a really nice job on defense. Very few one-on-one tackles, especially on these run plays up the middle, getting to the outside. Like we said on that one, there's about five black shirts wrapping up bowling. Now we're going to see Jarzinka all by himself in the backfield with bowling in the slot to the far side as there's twins over there. Near side, we've got single receiver Meath. 
Now we're having bowling come left to right, fumbling the snap, and then just turning it upfield is Jarzinka. Flag at the end of the play. Jarzinka didn't pick up anything, got tackled right at the line of scrimmage, but that's another snap we've seen go through the quarterback's hands. Yeah, that's an unfortunate break for Palmer because um, usually on a play like that, it goes against the defense. Um, we'll have to see what's going on. Usually it's a, a face mask or a, an unnecessary hit, but I'm not really sure what's going on here. And they're having a long conversation about it, but they're going to say it's holding on Ravenna, so move them back 10 yards, replay second down. Yeah, hard to see from up here where where it occurred. It looked like it was right as the tackle was happening, as, as the ball carrier was going down. So um, you hate to see that when it really doesn't affect the outcome of the play when it's almost over and they, they come in and throw that holding call. And it, it was such a quick play with uh, Jarzenka running right up the middle. Play couldn't have lasted more than a second and a half, two seconds before he got tackled there, but that's long enough to get a hold. Put laundry on the field and now Blue Jays backed up to the 39, still on Palmer's side of the 40. Twins to the near side, Jarzenka with bowling just behind him. Pressure looks to be coming. Bowling will move to the left side of Jarzinka. They're going to fake the handoff to Bowling. Jarzinka himself will run to that far side where pressure was waiting and making the tackle in the stick after one yard is Justin Kuda. It looked like he was ready to fly off that end, and Jarzinka ran right at him. Yeah, the the tackle, Quentin Bach, he pulled, and Palmer shot the gap, and really, they, I can tell they're watch, they've watched a lot of film because uh, they're making pre-snap adjustments on defense. They're, they're sliding the guy over. They're bringing the guy up. Um, they're changing things up, so... Uh, I'm just really impressed with Palmer on defense so far. Jarzinka alone in the backfield. Twins to the near Trips to the near side. He's at the 39. Need to get down to the 23. Taking the snap. Looking to the right. He'll fake. And he's smacked as the ball pops out. Picking it up at the 30-yard line. Running downfield. It is Chad Samuelson. Nobody's going to get to him. Scoring on the scoop and score. Chad Samuelson on the fumble. We saw Jarzinka get lit up. I didn't see who hit him, but... Chad Samuelson was there to pick it up and put six points on the board. What a hit. He was just getting ready to release the ball. His arm was back. He was in a vulnerable position. It, it just kind of hurts to see he took a lick and the ball went on the ground. And Man, I, you love to see a scoop and score on defense. Those are fun. You don't always get to see him. Palmer taking early momentum and really playing good football. And now going for two on the play, we're going to see Reimer's about to go down. He'll pitch it back. To Samuelson, who or to Guzman, who will push his way into the end zone. So eight points quickly by Palmer, and we've got ourselves a shootout in a ball game. Doesn't matter the record. One and four Palmer leads four and one Ravenna. Twenty-four to sixteen. Five eighteen to go in the first half here on the Breeze ninety-four-five and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The Breeze 94.5. That was number 24, Remington Gay. Came off the backside, and Jarzinka had no idea he was coming. And uh, what a hit by him. we got to give him credit on that because 
That's just an old school good football play by him. And it was it was good form. A lot of these you'll see Clay Matthews, for instance, might get flagged for that one, but that was a very good hit there by Remington Gay. Now the ball high and popped up, making the catch is Trey Meath at his own 10. He'll run forward out about to the 20-yard line. So Ravenna, whose offense just gave up a scoop and score back on the field. Yeah, and just trying to read the body language from up here, looks like Ravenna's maybe down on themselves a little bit. You're 4-1. You're, and one, you're the favorite. You need to play like you have a chip on your shoulder. You turn the ball over, so what? Move on, get over it, play with some enthusiasm, and uh, just try to, we talked about it early in the game, you got to limit turnovers, got to have clean snaps, got to avoid penalties, and uh, you'll, you can come back and compete in this game, no problem. You've got Bowling going right to left. He's got nowhere to go as they hand it off on the jet sweep. He dances around just long enough, and now he's going to cut it back to the right side. He's past the 40, gets one block. He's past the 30. A flag comes in, though, and even if he's going to run this one in, he goes untouched, dives for the pylon. We're going to see Bowling do a great job on scoring, but the flag came out. There's a flag out around the 30, and whenever you see a running back cut back across, it's either going to be a hold or a block in the back. Yeah, and and I kind of feel bad for Ravenna there because it looks like the Palmer kid maybe stopped and uh, the Ravenna blocker ran into him. But uh, regardless, um, that happened about the 36-yard line. And I'm not, is that a spot foul or do they move that, him back? That's a spot. Okay. They'll move yeah. him back from where it happened. So they're still going to pick up a first down on it. But you almost struck back immediately. And that was a great run by Bowling to run to the far side. He had nowhere to go. And then he came all the way back around to the near side. Nobody touched him as he got into the end zone. Yeah, you, bowling, is, he went 62 yards for that touchdown. And and you just kind of feel bad. We just talked about you got to cut down on penalties. you got to avoid turnovers. And um, you just got to – you can't make mistakes in this tight of a game. As it stands, though, it'll be first and 10 from their own 35, so still a first down. Jarzinka and bowling in the backfield. Still receiver to both sides. Jarzinka waiting on the snap. It looks like there's someone else in at running back, not bowling. Making the carry that time is Braden Mueller, who came in on the play, giving a blow to uh, <laughs> to bowling, who I don't blame in running the ball 60-plus yards, diving into the end zone. But it's Mueller forward for six yards. And that's a good, good answer by Ravenna. That's two straight plays where you got Really good chunks on the plays. You got the 62 yards, which actually turned out to be about 15 yards, and then you get another 6- or 7-yard gain there. So if you're going to keep trying to establish the line of scrimmage, keep pushing on Palmer. Jarzinka will take the snap and shotgun, hand it off to Mueller up the middle, who gains a 1 on the play. Great job flying in there by the Tigers, including Remington Gay, who had the big hit on the last possession to force the fumble that Chad Samuelson ran in for 35. And one thing I'm noticing up front for Ravenna is when the ball is snapped, not everybody's firing off, you know, at the same time. You should know your team by now. You should know the cadence, cadences, and you really got to fire as soon as that ball moves. Third down and three. Jarzinka still in shotgun. We're going to see Will Fidelki move to his left, throwing the ball quickly out into the flats and making the grab there is Trey Meath right at the line to gain and that looks like they are going to move the sticks so first down and 10 from now palmer's 35 yard line yeah it's been a while since we we've seen that play out to me um he's a leading receiver by far 
got over 500 yards on the season. Try to get the ball in his hands. Make the short, easy passes if you have to. If you're worried about pass protection, you know, get the ball out of your hands. Get him in space. Let him work. My mistake on that last play. It is still Mueller in the backfield with Jarzinka. Mueller now to the left side. They're going to fake it to Mueller. Jarzinka running himself to the far side. He'll gain two on the play. That's something they've done a lot. They haven't really just run a sprint with the quarterback most of the time. It's been at least faking it to the running back. Yeah, a lot of times... Um, in the eight man, you'll see it's a really common place that that student body left. You know, the you got two lead blockers out in front, but um, Samuelson's keen on the quarterback, and he's doing a nice job just flying through and making a good hit. Uh, second long here, uh, I would see if Ravenna maybe goes back to the air. Now two and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. Jarzinka in shotgun. Mueller just to his right to inch the far side. Single receiver to the near side. Jarzinka dropping back to pass. He's going to look on the go route over the top and just too far for Drahota to run underneath that one, but Jarzinka had a guy open on that far side. That's the first time they've taken a shot downfield, thrown over the top, but Drahota beat his guy on that far side. Yeah, and if, and if you watched the Nebraska-Purdue game last week, um, it kind of looks like the touchdown pass from Martinez to Spielman where um, he actually timed it, so he wasn't quite behind the defender when he threw it, but um, really nice route by Drahota there, just a tad, tad bit overthrown. Third down and eight, a much tighter formation bunched to the far side of their twins. Mueller now to the right of Jarzinka in shotgun motion, coming left to right with Drahota. This time he's going to get the ball, and he'll dance upfield, gets past the sticks, did a good job of breaking the tackle in the backfield. He's going to be downed at the 17-yard line. Drahota, for all intents and purposes, had no business gaining yards, let alone picking up that many in a first down. Yeah, no joke. Palmer had it snuffed out, had it red. Drahota, he's just an athlete, made a play. Um, that's what you need to do. You're down the score. We're approaching a two-minute mark here in the first half, and it's a quick 17 yards, and now they're uh, knocking on the door. Good pickup on third and long. Mueller continuing to stay in that backfield with Jarzinka. They're going to run a speed option to that far side. Mueller will get the ball, but it was, it was a little bit behind him. He did a good job just to make the catch, but they're going to drop him for a loss of two. A little too lateral. Um, the way Palmer's flowing so hard, um, they're probably going to snuff that play out because the quarterback didn't really have to make any, or the defender didn't have to really commit to the quarterback or the running back. Um, there was two of them there, and he didn't really have to choose either one, so it was just really easy play there for Palmer. Breaking the huddle and running up now on the second down and 13, so a loss of three on that previous play. Mueller's still in. We're trying to keep an eye on what Bowling is doing on that far side. Now is going to roll to his right, throwing it up towards the end zone. Too tall for the receiver, Cooper Shermer, at that time. That one was coming just a little bit hot, needed a little bit more touch into the end zone. Yeah, it looks like maybe the strip sack. We have a couple of them is maybe affecting Jarzinka because he's, he's trying to put a little too much zip on it. He's so close to connecting on some of these, but... He just needs to settle down in the pocket a little bit, take his time, and deliver the football. Third down from the 20-yard line. They need to get down to the 7, get down to the 6, about to, to pick up that first down. Definitely four-down territory. They're not kicking it from here. Jarzinka in shotgun. Mueller just behind him. Now to his right. Bunch formation, everyone in tight. Jarzinka dropping back to pass. A little bit of pressure. He'll put it up into the end zone with no one around. Looked like 
yep, sailed over the head of Drahota, who was a couple yards in front of him, but Jarzinka took another big hit on the end of that one. Tigers flying in on every play, getting to the backfield that time. Chet Wickman. Good communication by the defense there. Um, Ravenna ran two crossing rounds, and when they came through, they just switched, and uh, they were able to stay, stick with their guys, and Jarzinka had nowhere to go. He had to go towards the back of the end zone. Um, Palmer's doing a really good job getting upfield. Ravenna's got to do a little bit better job on pass protection. Now the uh, Zebras having themselves a conference, and I think what they're going to be talking about here is was that intentional grounding? Although Drahota was about at the line of scrimmage, uh, Jarzinka threw that up into the end zone with no one really in the vicinity once it was down there. I believe that's what they're talking about, but just from our vantage point here, uh, not intentional grounding. Yeah, there was... I mean, I didn't see anybody within 15 yards, so they are going to go ahead and throw the intentional grounding. When he threw it, I thought maybe there were somebody close to the end zone, but it was a ref. So um, I guess, yeah, they go with the intentional grounding there. So they're going to get the intentional grounding. So it was already going to be a fourth down and 13, and they're going to back them up, and it's going to, because of the intentional grounding, they don't get a replay third down, loss of down, you're backed up, and fourth down, you need to get down to the seven at your at the 30-yard line. So fourth and 23 for the Blue Jays. Tough break for Ravenna because Jarzink is just trying to make the good, the smart, heady play by just trying to get rid of it and not causing an interception. But it turns out to be a penalty. Now another conversation by the officials, probably talking about loss of down, just because on uh, something that changed here recently over the last couple of years is the offensive pass interference is no longer a loss of down, but intentional grounding remains so it's fourth down and 23 play call it's going to be jarzinka all by himself in the backfield bunch trips to the far side single receiver here to the near side that's drahota all by himself and we're going to get a timeout by the blue jays is going to be a freezing ford and chevrolet timeout if you're smiling while you're driving freezing is the reason with freezing chevrolet and sutton and freezing ford and aurora freezing is where you need to go for that new car to get you to the game and back again Check them out online at FriesenChevy.com and FriesenFord.com. A minute three need to go in the second quarter. It's Palmer 24, Ravenna 16 on the Freeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. The Breeze 94.5. The Husker Power Product Podcast booth, powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines. The Husker Power Product is And Sutton, fourth down and 23 for the Blue Jays. J- Jarzinka in the backfield. Twins to the near side. Single receiver to the far side. Looks like bowling back in just behind him. And we're going to get another timeout by Ravenna. So they've burned two now. This is another freezing forward. And Chevrolet timeout. We'll get that fourth down coming up here in a minute. Still a minute three to go in the second quarter on the Rays 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. 
Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Breeze 94.5. Make sure you stick around. Upcoming for the Allen Superstore halftime show, we're going to go through break down both of these teams. How the Tigers are currently leading the Blue Jays. Still a minute to go in the second quarter, though. But Trent's going to have a lot of breakdown. Going to have some stats and a whole lot more. We'll give some scores as well from the area. But before we get there, we got to close out this half. A couple DBs sitting deep for the Tigers, and it look they are lined up. Uh, the Blue Jays are lined up in a punt formation. And going, going to go ahead and put this one deep and taking a roll into the end zone. So Ravenna opts not to go for it, and will just punt this one and put the Tigers at their own 15. You know, they gained 15 yards on the punt, which is not a guarantee if you go for it. And, you know, if you start on a 30-yard line, if you're Palmer, um, you're basically at the halfway point. So uh, pretty good coaching decision there by uh, Ravenna. Just punt it away, you know, not get a turnover, not get... Not get Jarzinka taking another hit. And we're going to see the ball handed off this time to Samuelson, dancing around to the right, pulling all eight Blue Jays forward for two yards. It took all eight white jerseys to bring Samuelson down on that one. Yeah, big tough runner. I'm usually wrong about this, but um, if I'm Palmer, I'm probably just going to try to get out of this half with it. You got the lead. Uh, you're the underdog. You're playing really good. You don't want to turn the ball over, do anything, get hurt. And this time, Reimers is going to run around to this left side after faking it to Samuels or faking it to Samuelson. He'll pick up a first down past the 25-yard line to stop the clock and move the sticks. 27 seconds to go in this first half. Yeah, good play there. They just ran a uh, ran the fake to Samuelson off the right side, and then Reimers curled around to the. Outside and picked up the first down. Ruger Reimer is going to look to pass on this one. He'll put it up downfield. All by himself is Guzman. He catches it at the 30. He's got one guy to beat at the 20. A stiff arm. And then trying to hang on, and he'll get pushed out of bounds at the, we'll call it 17-yard line. But Guzman was all by himself downfield with nobody close. He just got run down. Yeah, nice pits and catch there from Reimer to Guzman. And uh, I'm going to quit giving teams advice on what to do <laughs> because... <laughs> Uh, a lot of times when I say, teams, you need to go out, you need to be aggressive and try to score, what will happen is uh, they'll give up the – they'll they'll throw an interception there, but really nice play by uh, Reimers there to hit the open man. You did preface your advice by saying you're, pro- you're usually wrong and they should just try to get to halftime. Well, taking a shot down there on that particular down ends up helping because nobody was around Guzman. He just got run down by Trey Meath, who got stiff-armed, but then while he was down, managed to reach up, hang on to the jersey, and pull him just out of bounds at the 17-yard line where they're going to have a first down and 10. This is a freezing forward and Chevrolet timeout. Uh, only 10 seconds to go in this first half, but Trent, with a little bit of time on the clock, and Palmer hasn't been super successful through the air other than that one to Guzman. And they're going to have Samuelson in the backfield. Guzman lined up uh, just outside of the end here on the near side. Reimers going to throw it again to Carson Reimers that time, who gets his first catch of the ball game, and he'll run out of bounds. 
near at the uh, 16-yard line. That's the first time Ruger and Carson have been able to hook up. Yeah, so really good quick play. To get a, did a nice job of getting out of bounds. And Homer's uh, going to take a timeout, talk it over. And we'll keep it right here. There's a, there's a number of scores going on. It is a final. Uh, Carney did fall to Lincoln Southwest. They were leading 15-14 to 14 in the fourth quarter, but a late field goal. Lincoln Southwest takes down Carney. That game had got moved up. It is in Lincoln. A lot of the early or a lot of the eastern side of the state games got moved up. That ball game started at five. Six seconds to go. Carson did a good job getting out of bounds right away on that out route from Ruger, but six seconds. What can you do here as, as uh, we're trying to see what Nate Glass draws up for the Tigers? Well, what I'm, what I'm going to tell my quarterback is if you don't have something right away, um, get rid of the ball. Make sure it's not grounding, but get rid of the ball so you can try to run another play, draw something up. You want to try to get Carson Reimers out there, maybe in a jump ball situation, maybe on a post route, maybe on a deep fade to that back pylon. He's a big, tall kid. He's probably got the mismatch. I'd put my best defender on him, uh, try to stop him here. And Carson is the single receiver here to the near side. Both teams do have a timeout. Ruger staring down Guzman into the end zone, who goes right through his hands, making a good hit on Guzman was Trey Meath as soon as that ball got there, but three seconds still to go, and it looks like Palmer's going to burn their final timeout. This is another Friesen Ford and Chevrolet timeout. Palmer burning all three timeouts here as they got uh, inside, about inside the red zone. Um, Ravenna still does have one, but only three seconds to go in the half. Really good design by Palmer there. They had... They had Guzman. It was really close. Uh, Trey Meath came up, and he he uh, separated the ball from the receiver. Nice play by him. Uh, good legal hit. It was a big hit. Now, if you're Palmer, we're gonna. I want to try to get Reimers, Carson Reimers, in a position where it's an easy throw for Ruger Reimers to get him the ball. Give him the opportunity to go up and get it. And we've seen because looking down there, Carson is a big guy. He. Just got beat out on a jump ball earlier that was a little bit underthrown, but should be the last play of the half upcoming. And we're just going to see Carson Reimers by himself to that far side. Guzman standing a little bit in the slot for him over there. Ruger dropping back to pass a lot of pressure, and he throws this towards the end zone, not even close. It lands inside the five. Carson Reimers slipped a little bit, but good pressure there to close out the half by Ravenna. We've got the halftime show presented by Allen Superstore. Coming up here at the half, it is Palmer leading Ravenna 24-16 on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Breeze 94.5. Welcome into the Allen Superstore halftime show. Get more for your dollar when you shop at locally owned Allen Superstore. That you get more Superstore, West Second Street in Hastings. It is the one and four Tigers leading the four and one Blue Jays of Ravenna. Palmer got out to this lead. Well, it was actually trailing eight nothing, and then sixteen to eight, and then ran off. Uh, 16 themselves on a couple great defensive plays. But let's see how that scoring got us here. It began with a Drew Bowling run for Ravenna from 35 yards out to get the scoring started. They got the extra point for two, so they were leading 8 nothing. And then on the very next possession, 
It was a one-yard Ruger-Reimers on a fourth down and goal, but that was the third fourth down that they converted. It started out, they were about to go three and out, but then it was a fake punt and a pass play to pick up some yards. They picked up three fourth downs on that possession to tie the ball game at eight, and then it was a, a Jack Drahota run for the Blue Jays from six yards out who came back to strike immediately, take the lead back at 16-8, to eight, and then it was another Ruger-Reimers run. This time it was a scramble on third and 10 from 22 yards out to tie it at 16. They picked up another fourth down on that play or on that drive to give the to make them four for four on fourth downs midway through the second quarter and then it looked like Ravenna was going to score they were driving but on a long third down Remington Gay got a big hit on Jarzinka for the Blue Jays it caused a fumble and Chad Samuelson did a scoop and score from 35 yards out they got the two points and that gives us our halftime score where Palmer leads Ravenna 24 to 16 here on parents night we've got some scores to give you we've got some stats upcoming but a lot more coming up here on the allen superstore halftime show on the breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back into the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Let's take a look around the area. Some of the scores, and we're just going to move down by classes. As we told you, right before halftime, it was Lincoln Southwest over Kearney 17-15 and Millard West. Number four in Class A got a win over number three, Grand Island 30-24 on Thursday. In Class B over on ESPN Tri-Cities 15-50, it's number six, Seward leading number 10, Hastings, 35-10. to 10. That game is in the second quarter. It's number 5, Grand Island Northwest, leading number 4, York at halftime, 16-7. to 7. Number 2, McCook, all over C1's Holdridge in the second quarter, 42 to nothing. And at the half, it's Scott's Bluff, number 3 in Class B, leading Lexington, 20 to nothing In Class C1, over on ESPN Tri-Cities, 14-60 at the half, Kozad leads Kearney Catholic, 7 to nothing. On 12:30 a.m. KHAS Radio, it's number eight, Adam Central leading Minden, 36 to nothing. Number one, Aurora in the second quarter is leading Boone Central, Newman Grove, 35 to nothing. Central City leading Fairbury in the second quarter, 36 to nothing. Gothenburg in the half leads Valentine, 7 to zero. And number five, Ord in the second quarter leads Broken Bow, 14 to zero. In Class C2, at the half, it's Centura leading Given, 21 to zero. Donovan Trumbull leads Superior. The Cardinals of Donovan Trumbull are ranked number eight, and they have a 20 to nothing lead in the second quarter. St. Cecilia got a win over Raymond Central. That was one of the other games that had got moved up earlier today. The uh, Hawkeyes with a 21 to 
10 win. It was St. Celia with uh, defeating Raymond Central 21 to 0. St. Paul leads C1 O'Neill 7 to 0 in the second quarter. Sutton leads Sandy Creek 48 to 0 at the half. Grand Island Central Catholic leads Wood River 26 to 9 in the second quarter, jumping down to eight man. It was, uh, we're still looking for a score from Ansley Litchfield and South Loop. If you've got that, use the hashtag NAB Preps. They'll find it. Get it on our scoreboard at PlatteRiverPreps.com. BDS beat HTRS 4-6 to six at the half. It's Burwell leading Arcadia Loop City 14 to nothing. Elm Creek leads Amherst 22-6 to six also at the half in the second quarter as we are here on the Breeze 94-5. Palmer leads Ravenna 24-16. to 16. And at the half, Shelton leads Heartland 14-0. to zero. In D2, it's Overton leading Anselmo Myrna 34-14. There's a final where Bertrand beat Elwood 46-12. The rest of these in the second quarter. It's Lawrence Nelson leading Blue Hill 20-0. Giltner leading Axtell 16-0. And Pleasanton leads Loomis over on Power 99 43-14. In six-man, SEM defeated Maywood Hayes Center 37-18. In the second quarter, Hampton and Silver Creek tied at 13. Number one, Harvard. Leads Red Cloud at the half, 36-6. to It's a final where Wilcox Hildreth beat Eustis Farnham in a battle of top 10 teams, 92-46. to And in the fourth quarter, it's Heartland Lutheran leading Dorchester, 38-19. to You can get all of those scores anytime by going to platriverpreps.com. If you've got that score, just use the hashtag NEBpreps or send a text to 308-646-0506. More to come here on the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Breakdown of both teams, what we can expect Going into the second half, also some statistics and breakdown from Trent Ockengay himself here on the Breeze 94.5, where Palmer leads Ravenna 24-16, also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer. Just because of the, the type of cancer I had directly affected the ability to have children. This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally. You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part, and then poof, your perspective just completely flips. And so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday, it was just absolutely mind-boggling. It was uh, one of the best days of my life. It made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened. And I can't help but be incredibly proud because... I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first Mother's Day or hold my baby. It just makes the love stronger. We are Ron and Kara Faber. And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back into the Husker Power Products broadcast booth. Trent, we need to clear something up. I was thinking Hawkettes. I said Hawkeyes. They are the Blue Hawks at St. Cecilia. I caught myself. I feel bad already. <laughs> Don't worry. You weren't looking, but I was laughing at you. Yeah, so. I, I know. And I, I started to stumble over a few other things. My apologies to everyone at St. Cecilia, everyone in Hastings, as a matter of fact, as well. The Blue Hawks of St. Cecilia defeated Raymond Central earlier today, 21-10. to 10. But let's take a look 
at the Friesen Ford and Chevrolet halftime stats. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is a reason. With Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton and Friesen Ford in Aurora, Friesen is where you need to go for that new car to get you to the game and back again. Check them out online at FriesenChevy.com and FriesenFord.com. Trent, what do we have for the first half numbers? Let's start with Ravenna, the visiting team. They're down 24-16. Jake Jarzenka, just 4 of 8 for 16 yards. Um, he's added 6 carries for 48 yards. Um, Tremie, 3 catches, 12 yards. Jack Jehoda, 1 catch, 4 yards. Drew Bowling, 10 carries, 94 yards. Jack Jehoda, 4 carries, 36 yards. Braden Mueller, 4 carries, 5 yards. 199 yards total offense for them, 183 of them coming on the ground. And we go over to Palmer. Ruger Reimers, he's 5 for 12, 94 yards. Three of those passes going to Jesus Guzman for 68 yards. Two catches, 26 yards for Carson Reimers. And Ruger Reimers has also added eight carries for 45 yards. Chad, Chad Samuelson, seven carries, 20 yards. Jesus Guzman, two for nine. And Palmer has amassed just 168 yards total, so... They're leading the game, but actually have less yards because of the scoop and score. That's what I was going to ask. That's what I was going to ask you about Trent. So, looking at the rushing yards for Ravenna, they have more rushing yards than Palmer has total yards. But the defense of Palmer is not just what's kept them in the game; it has given them the lead as well, thanks to Chad Samuelson finding a way to score from 35 yards out of scoop and score after the big stick on quarterback Jarzinka by Remington Gay. Yeah, and if you're Ravenna, you're doing a nice job. It's just those they've had a few breakdowns where they kind of forgot about Jesus Guzman. He's been standing all alone, and that's how he's gotten those almost 70 yards on reception. Uh, he's been a really key player for them tonight. Um, Palmer, what they're doing, they're doing a nice job. Everybody flows so hard to the ball, and they never give up in a gang tackle. I tell you what, it's now 48 degrees here in Palmer. I'm feeling a little bit. I might go down and grab grab another jacket, but these players are pumped up, and we've got a good one. In Palmer, where the Tigers lead the Blue Jays of Ravenna 24 to 16, teams have uh, flipped records. Palmer one and four so far on the season. Ravenna four and one, but we've got a good one here as uh, on a nice chilly October night. And more to come uh, from the Allen's Superstore halftime here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Centered around you, you, you. One stop shop that gives you more. Shopping centered around you, you, you. Whether you get more, Superstore Alex. Superstore. The Breeze 94.5. Continuing along, Trent and I were just talking a little bit. It's a uh, as we look through those numbers, a few of them have jumped out, like the fact that Palmer is not leading total yards but has a lead on the scoreboard, 24-16. to 16. Another one is the fact that there have been two, uh, two strip sacks on quarterback Jake, Jar- Jake Jarzinka. Um, also, his passing totals 
through that uh, through that first half, Trent. Yeah, he's he's only four for eight for sixteen yards, and well, Palmer's doing they're doing a great job of getting a pass rush. So Jarzik can't sit in the pocket, he can't look downfield. He's feeling a little bit rushed on some of his throws. He's had guys wide open, or not maybe not wide open, but he's had guys open, and they're just a little bit overthrown, and that's a sign of a quarterback who's been hit during the game. Uh, Palmer's they've created two strip sacks. One of them they got back. The other one went for a big touchdown, and and there's been some other times where Jarzinka has taken some big hits, and that's taken a toll on his psyche. Yeah, Jarzinka has uh, he's averaging 163 yards a game through the air. As you said, he's what just at 16 right now. So to get to that average, he's going to have to pick up 140 plus throughout the throughout the second half, just in two quarters. Yeah, and that can all change, you know, in the turn of a moment because he's had Trey Meath out there. He's had Jack Drahota, he's had guys out there who are just maybe a half a yard, maybe a half a step overthrown, and he's going to have to just sit in the pocket, keep his feet down, and just deliver a good throw because his receivers are going to have a little tougher time adjusting to the ball because um, the field is getting a little wet, and we've seen some receivers slip out there. A little wet, a little chilly, but we're excited to get to the second half and see what both teams have for us. That's been the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Get you... Get more for your dollar when you shop at locally owned Allen Superstore. You get more Superstore, West 2nd Street in Hastings. The second half is coming up from Palmer here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Both teams were ready to go for the second half, but as that uh, clock ran out, they threw up three more minutes. Now, that's I guess that's not one that I've had to think about. Is that three minutes mandatory after the halftime clock runs out, even if both teams are back and ready to go? I'd have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure that's a rule they put in place just to um, allow both teams um, the adequate amount of time to get stretched and warmed up. Kind of a safety deal, and also a deal where uh, they, they'll call a delay a game penalty if you're not out there in time, if you're not on the field. But, you know, both teams out here in plenty of time, getting warmed up, uh, ready to go. They're, they're excited. It's a close game. Uh, they're ready to go. We're excited for this one. We're ready to go as well. It was a heck of a ball game through the first half. Offensively, both teams scored 16 points, add in the defensive touchdown for the Tigers, and that's where you're at with the uh, Palmer lead 24-16. So the players just warmed up. What are, let's start with the visitors from Ravenna. You're 4-1, come in on senior night, on parents' night, and you're behind by eight. What are the Blue Jays thinking coming out of halftime? Ravenna, they've, they've got to come out. They've got to have some enthusiasm. They've got to play like they, they're having fun playing football. It doesn't look like they're having fun out there, and that's, that's part of it. When you have fun, you, you play better, you play uh, less worried about making mistakes, you you execute a little bit better. I'd try to get Trey Meath going a little bit. He's had over 500 yards receiving this season. He's only had three catches for 12 yards. Palmer's doing a nice job, but I think maybe they need to target him a little more. And then looking at Palmer, defensively, obviously they're getting pressure in the backfield, but the Tigers, you have the lead at half. 
finally get that second win on the year, get the upset by record, uh, put yourself in a little bit better playoff position. What are the Tigers doing coming out of the second, coming out of halftime? Well, what Palmer did to gain the lead is they're playing to win. They're doing stuff. They're not just they're they're not scared. They're they're going all out. They're they're hustling. They're grinding. They're making the the extra pitch when when maybe you think somebody's down. They're not scared. And you just because you have a lead and just because it's Ravenna and they're four and one on the season, you can't tighten up. You have to keep playing loose. Have to be aggressive the entire second half and just play with that chip on your shoulder. Well, I know who's uh, who's excited and ready to go. Both myself, Caleb Henry, Trent Ockengay. Camera guy with a whole bunch of candy up here. There's Skittles, there's Hershey's, there's Pop. They're ready to go with all the sugar. Coaches are ready to go with all the sugar, and we're ready to go as well. For the second half on the Breeze 94-5, they're pumped up, we're pumped up. The players are fired up. They were ready to go that entire three minutes. Both teams were pretty much huddled up, just walking around. They want to get going because both teams are ready to go. You know what, Trent? Just smack someone in the mouth because that's what they did for the first half. And that's what we're expecting in the second half. Palmer will have the ball as they've got a 24 to 16 lead. This ball is kicked a little short. We will land at the 20, making the catch at about his own 18. It's Chad Samuelson who's going to run around to this left side, and he'll pick up a good chunk of change on the kickoff to start the second half at their 32-yard line. He's just a tough running kid. He he got the ball on the bounce and came up and uh, made the Ravenna Blue Jay. Hey, for making that tackle, it just uh, kind of trucked him. So that was a nice, easy kind of a, a jog for 15 yards for Samuelson, and he's the featured back standing in beside behind Ruger Reimers. I can hand it off to Guzman, and Samuelson will lead block to that far side. Guzman pushes his way forward for five yards, but there is some laundry on the field. Flag coming in in the area of holding. Yeah, it's a holding call, pretty easy to spot out there, but. Um, it looked like maybe he had a little more space on the outside, but uh, Ravenna did a nice job of stringing that out and, and uh, drawing the holding call. Just looking at where that call was, looks like it was about right out the line of scrimmage, so a second down and 20 should be upcoming for the Tigers, but they, they've picked up some, some chunk play, or first down and 20. They've, they've picked up some chunk plays, obviously had some, some big yards, and they went right back to Guzman, who was the featured pack when they tied that game up at 16. Yeah, he's having a heck of a game, and, and when a player's hot, when they're making plays, you keep getting them the ball, you keep letting them make plays, because he's a playmaker. That's what playmakers do, they make plays. Now back at their own 22, Ruger Reimers takes the snap. A lot of pressure coming in. He'll throw this one up downfield to Carson, but it's picked off at the 40-yard line, making the interception is Cooper Shermer, who's going to run down that far sideline untouched and into the end zone. Before he crossed the line, though, I saw a flag come up, but it was Cooper Shermer picking it off at the 40-yard line and running it all the way back. For a touchdown, we'll have to see what this flag is that came in, but a great interception by Cooper on a miscue by Ruger Reimers, who threw that one way out in front of Carson. Yeah, and that was caused by the the pressure that Ravenna got in the backfield, and, and Ruger, he panicked a little bit because it looked like he was going to take the sack, and uh, he just threw the ball up for grabs, and it was it was underthrown, and, and Shermer made a good break on the ball and took her to the house, but Looks like it's going to come back. Looks like it's a uh, going to be personal foul, and uh, that will negate the touchdown coming across there. That's, you know what? I apologize. That's one of the the new symbols or new signals that we've seen uh, for for fouls, but that will push uh, Ravenna back without getting the six points. Yeah, that's new to me too. I, I haven't seen it. I 
Um, wasn't really sure what was going on. I was hoping you knew. And I was, yeah, we were hoping the PA announcer would explain that. <laughs> uh, I wasn't really sure what was going on. So, But either way, Ravenna forces the turnover, and that's the main part here. We were talking about Palmer not playing or not getting tight and playing loose. Well, they weren't. They, they're coming out. They're trying to win the game, but Ravenna did a nice job. They got the ball back. We'll ask uh, someone smarter than us when we get a chance. But Palmer, first and 10 at the 30 of the Tigers. Jarzinka with Bowling now back in the ball game to his left. And they will hand it off to Bowling running to the right side. He's into the backfield, but he's going to dance around and force his way upfield, hanging on to the jersey. He's going to reverse field. Now he's got Jarzinka lead blocking him out to the left side. He's past the 15, past the 10, and he's going to dive, run, not dive, run into the end zone all by himself. He was locked up at the line of scrimmage, maybe a gain of about one. They hung on to his jersey, reverse field, and ran it in from 30 yards out. So what they did there was... They pulled the guard, and, and James, or might have been the tackle. He came over, James Myers. He didn't really get to block anybody because Palmer's flowing so hard. And because Palmer's flowing so hard, um, bowling, he was able to change directions, and nobody was home. He made one cut towards the goal line, and he was in. What a play. Kind of looked like Mike Rozier <laughs> when he won the Heisman in 83. It was a, a great play by bowling. And now bowling still in at running back, and they're going to hand the ball off. Nope. And Reimer, or, uh, Jarzinka is going to hang on to it, and he'll throw it into the end zone for two to Trey Meath. Trent said they needed to get Meath going, and two points on the board for him. So now it's tied up at 24 quickly, only 11, or only 50 seconds off the board here to start the second half, but tied at 24 in Palmer on the breeze, 94.5, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. The Breeze 94.5 we're not alone in our confusion on that signal, but points ended up on the board for the Blue Jays. Nonetheless, it's tied up at 24-11-10 to go in the third quarter. Palmer about to start their second possession of the second half. A Kind of a squib kick. This one's going to bounce up and be dove on at the 30-yard line for the Tigers. Ravenna's not going to give a chance at all for the skill players to get the ball on these special teams. No, good good squib kick. But, you know, good good starting field position for Palmer. That ball almost bounced out when he went to dive on it. Uh, Ravenna made a really good effort to try to get down there, but uh, nevertheless, Palmer retains possession. Now it's time to answer what we said. Don't play scared. Just play your game. Here's the underdog. Play loose. Good job by Guzman to jump on the ball, and it's going to be Samuelson immediately running the ball out to this left side. He makes a couple guys miss. Stiff arms a guy at the end of the play, and he'll pick up the first down and more out to the 37-yard line, 38-yard line of Ravenna. So right away, Tigers looking to uh, get more after that interception on the last possession. Man, that's fun to watch. Uh, watch a guy wearing number 52 just tote the rock, run over people. Uh, good 12 yards there. Yeah, big country back there just uh, running over people. We need a steadier dose of that if we're Palmer. And now Guzman coming in motion, handing the ball. Nope, uh, Reimers will take it out of Samuelson's belly on the read. He'll pick up a yard on the play. That's another one of those plays. They started to get some guys in motion. We haven't seen a whole lot of that with Guzman about to run behind, and then the fake to the running back, but Reimers picks up one. Yep, triple option there. 
Uh, they did a really good job of not fumbling the at the mesh point because it looked like Reimers, Ruger Reimers was a little late pulling it out and he's able to hold on. Nothing hurt. And now we've got that same motion. This time they will hand it off to Guzman who's going to turn it up in the middle with his back turned. It's taken six Blue Jays to stand him up. He's still not going down. Finally does as it's blown dead. He'll pick up three on the play. So it's going to be a third down and six. And that's a little misdirection there. He needs to get a little... He needs to get going towards the sideline a little more because he ran right into the defenders. Looks like he had a little bit more room, but easy to save from up top here. But, you know, it's a little harder when you got the helmet and pads on. We got a little bit better vantage point with this bird's eye view. Taking the snap, Reimer's speed option to that far side. He'll dance, and he pitches it, and it's going to go on the ground. Diving on it is Chad Samuelson back on the Palmer side of the 40. So you went from a third and sixth now to a fourth and We'll call it 15 from your own side of the 40. They're four for four on fourth downs in the first half. What do we see coming here, Trent? I, you have to punt here. I know you're at midfield, but I'm punting this way because you're in fourth and long. Ravenna did a nice job stringing out the stuff on the outside, the slow developing stuff. So maybe some quicker hits on the next possession for Palmer. And Ruger Reimers does punt this one away. Going to fly out of bounds. We'll see exactly where they say this one went out, but it, that was one they were trying to definitely cough and corner it, but they're going to say he's down at the 22-yard line. So still picked up some yards to, to put Ravenna back deeper than have they gone for it. Yeah, th those are tough from up here to see where the ball actually went out. I'm not sure if the ref actually knows where it went out because um, sometimes you'll think it went out at the 15, but they'll walk it back to the 25 and, and vice versa. So. Jarzinka in at quarterback in the shotgun. Got bowling now just to his right single receivers, both sides. Not going to hand the ball off this time. Jarzinka running by himself to the right. He's at the first down and wrapped up by two Tigers. Pickup of 10, and they're going to say he did get the first down. So Jarzinka right away making his mark in the second half. What I can see from up here is clearly a message was sent at halftime to the Ravenna players because the body language is entirely different. They're coming off their blocks way harder. They're running way harder. They're popping up right after they get hit. They're not feeling sorry for themselves. They're coming out. They're taking it to Palmer right now in these first couple plays. Trey Meath, the single receiver here to the near side by himself. Jarzinka in the backfield running the option to the far side. He'll pitch it to Bowling, who catches it two yards behind the line of scrimmage, and he's got some speed. He's past the 30. He's past the 20, cutting it back inside with no one around. It's going to be Bowling from 47 yards out good play there is just an option to the outside and it looks like they made a little bit of an adjustment to get it a little bit wider so palmer can't they, they couldn't string it out as much because they didn't they just didn't quite have the team speed to get out there and also on the touchdown before where bowling cut back they probably told their guys you need to stay in your lanes a little bit more so he didn't have as much help there that time when Bowling did cut back, there was a receiver downfield, just stopped, didn't touch anybody. Said, well, Bowling, you've made it this far. Get the rest of the way yourself. And he did. Now going for two are the Blue Jays. Motion coming right to left with Drahota. Instead, they'll pitch it to the right side with Bowling, who's got a guy on him at the five, and he's going to try to jump around, see if he can get in. They're going to say he didn't. He was uh, just pushed out of bounds by Guzman. So that's the first time an extra point doesn't go in, but it's 30-24. to 24. Ravenna leading Palmer, 8-30 to go. In the third quarter here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com. 
Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from REI of Nebraska with a location near you. The Breeze 94.5. Just three and a half minutes into the third quarter and a very quick 14 points from Ravenna to retake the lead. Now 30 to 24 waiting to kick the ball off is Hunter Douglas for the Blue Jays. He'll get his foot into it. Another kind of low kick. It'll be picked up by Samuelson at his own 15. He's running right following some blockers, and now he's going to drag a guy out near the 40. He'll get to the 39-yard line, but when Samuelson runs, it just looks so effortless as he makes a couple guys miss, and he's strong, too, when they try to wrap up. Yeah, it looks like he's just out for a nice, easy stroll, but when it comes to tackling him, that's not the case, because he's running so hard. You're starting at your 39, basically midfield, if you're Palmer, you're a young team. Let's see how you respond. This is really pivotal, pivotal, excuse me, in a young team psyche. Ruger Reimer's going to run a reverse with Carson Reimer's going to the far side, but he's brought down way behind the line of scrimmage. A great push there by Joe Pizzotta for the Blue Jays. If Pizzotta doesn't make that tackle, Carson Reimer's has no one in front of him on that far side of the field. Absolutely great job. He was the backside defensive end. He stayed home. He made the one-on-one tackle. He read it perfectly. Nice play call by Palmer. It was really close to going the distance, but instead we're in second long. And now we're going to see Palmer at their own 33-yard line. They'll run right up the middle with Ruger Reimers, who picks up a yard on the play. Again, it was Pizzota flying through there. He wrapped up the legs of Reimers immediately. Third down, and we'll call it 16 upcoming for the Tigers. Palmer here, you don't. You can take a chance. You can throw the ball. Don't be scared because you threw the interception. The interception was caused by the pressure that came from Ravenna. If, if you can pass protect and keep the ball in his hands and have him look downfield, you'll be okay. And Reimers pumps at the line of scrimmage. He's got a man wide open downfield, but he overthrows Guzman. Guzman had no one in front of him. Reimers just had to put a little bit more air, a little bit more touch, and let Guzman go get that because... There wasn't a Blue Jay within 10 yards of him. Guzman has gotten wide open on a number of plays. Fantastic play call. Oh, my goodness. They had him. They had to take the bubble screen out to the to the far side, and Guzman somehow keeps getting lost. He's a big kid. He's a big, strong kid, but he keeps getting lost behind the coverage. He had him, and it uh, looks like they have to punt now. They're going to use a little bit of a hard count, and a whole bunch of Blue Jays come right across. Bazota's made a bunch of great tackles that time, really eager to try to block a punt as well. They're going to pick up five yards. You go from fourth and 16 at your own 34, and they're going to move it up closer to midfield. Yeah, I'm not sure if that changes anything for Palmer. You're still in fourth and nine. I'm going to go ahead and punt it away and try to flip the field. I wouldn't punt it directly to me because he is a playmaker. Um, I'm settling. If you if you only got to take a 20-yard punt, that's fine. Um, get it out of bounds or you know, make him run after the ball. Meath standing just outside his own 10-yard line awaiting the punt. Ruger Reimers will get this one up. Great, beautiful spiral. We're going to see Meath catch it, running back at his own three. He's going to try to come forward following some blockers. Great pursuit by the Tigers who tackle him 
outside the 10. We'll call it the 12-yard line. So rather than uh, let that ball go into the end zone, be at the 15, Meath brings it out, tackled short at the 12. Yeah, and that's okay because three yards is really not going to make a big difference, especially when you have um, eight man. There's a lot of space. Uh, you can make plays. He's a big playmaker, so I don't fault him for doing that. Usually, like 11 man, the 10 yarded back rule. That's when you let it go, but um, no issues from my end uh, taking that return there. Twins to the near side for Jarzinka in shotgun with bowling now just to his left. Motion coming right to left with Drahota. They'll hand it to him. Bowling lead blocking for him. Drahota not touched till six yards downfield, and he'll get pushed out of bounds there at the 19-yard line. And Palmer's having a little bit of issues um, containing on the outside. They're doing a good job. Um, you know, around the C gaps and around um, the defensive end area, but once you get to the outside on the perimeters, they're just having a little bit of a tough time struggling with these really fast playmakers from Ravenna. Tighter formation with all the receivers in really close, bowling to the right side of Jarzinka. Motion coming left to right this time with Jarhoda, and they'll give it to him again. He's met in the backfield, but will push his way forward for about a yard, still short of the 23rd down and about a, a long three, a short four. Jesus Guzman did a great job of stringing that play out. He had a shoulder free, and he pushed him out and allowed the linebacker to come in and clean up the play. He's not going to get anything, any credit in the stat line, but really he made the play on that. Another third down and short. Now we're going to have twins to the far side. Single receiver to the near side is Cooper Shermer, who does have an interception already in this game. Bowling now to the left of Jarzinka in the backfield. It's going to be a quick pass to the far side and right through the hands of Trey Meath. Bit of a, a quick screen, wide receiver blocking out there. The way the pressure was coming from Palmer, looks like they still might have been short of the sticks, but as it stands, fourth down and far enough back, although Palmer did go for it from about this distance uh, earlier in the game. Probably a punting situation with a lead for Ravenna. Yeah, and what I'm seeing from Jarzinka is he's still... Rushing his throws a little bit. He's got, he's just got happy feet in the pocket. He needs to just settle down just a little bit, just to that split second, and get rid of the ball. Try to deliver it on time. Meath gets a booming kick. What a blast off the foot of Meath. Going to have to be fair caught by Ruger Reimers at his own 15-yard line. That was a blast coming out of there. Nice high spiral and nowhere to go for Reimers. We've seen that's back-to-back punts from both teams. Just looks like you. Have threw it out of uh, a Tom Brady arm, you know, or a machine. It just this beautiful high, you know, three, four second hang times. Uh, really good punters in this game. And completely flipping the field there for the Blue Jays. Motion coming right to left, not going to hand it off. We're going to see Reimers try to throw this one up downfield. Carson going up for it, and it's off his hands. Had two defenders there for the Blue Jays with Trey Meath and Cooper Shermer. But Carson got his hands on that one for a change. And a very good touch there from Ruger. It looked like it was going to get deflected, but made it just over the defender's hands. And I think Reimers was expecting to have to maybe go for a tip ball, and it just you know it hit him right in the palms. And and that's a tough catch. You can't really blame him for dropping that. They'll hand. They'll run a play action with Reimers running to the far side by himself. He's met in the backfield by a couple guys. Makes a make one of them miss, but he'll get just shy of the. Line of scrimmage, third down, and about 11 upcoming from their own 14. 
Ravenna's really selling out on defense. They're flowing so hard downfield. They're daring Palmer to throw it over the top because they know they've got good playmakers back there. If I'm Palmer, I'm looking for a screen, some misdirection, something to throw the defense off. Now we're going to see Reimers put this one up again. A lot of pressure coming. He'll throw it downfield, but too far out in front of Gunner Reimers. Now that was one we've seen a couple times for Ruger. It's either been a lot of these throws have been short so far through the through the first part of this game, but he did have Gunner open coming across the middle. Yeah, and I can understand why it's short. It's, that ball's probably better off being short than being overthrown because um, that gives the defender a chance to make the interception, but. Yeah, both quarterbacks are just a little bit off on their throws. And that punt's going to come off the side of his foot. Where We're going to see where they spot this one, but Ravenna's going to have the ball on the Palmer side of the 40 rather than getting that nice, high, tight spiral that we saw earlier in the game. That one came across the foot just a little bit more. So Ravenna will take over on Palmer's 36. Yeah, it was just about an 18-yard punt, and I must have jinxed him because I was just talking about how you know, both punters are punting really high, getting good spirals, but nevertheless, Ravenna takes over on Palmer's side, and they have a chance to break open the game. Twins on the near side, Shermer by himself to the far side, bowling in the backfield with Jarzinka. Motion coming right to left with Drahota. They're going to hand it to him. Bowling lead blocking. Drahota is past the sticks, past the 20, and make one guy almost miss, but he does get just enough on him, and he'll be pushed out of bounds at the 13-yard line. Drahota's got speed and had a good block out on the edge, but as soon as he got that sideline, he looked like he was going to take it the distance. Good pursuit, though, by the Tigers to keep six off the board. Yeah, Ravenna's coaches must have found studying at halftime and, and in the early stages of the second half because it's all perimeter right now. It's all they're trying to get to the sideline with their playmakers because they've obviously found something that Palmer can't defend, and it's really working for him in this uh, early going here in the second half. Jarzinka will hand this one off to Bowling, who's going to bounce around more to the outside. He's going to go untouched from 13 yards out. It's another touchdown for Bowling and the Blue Jays to extend their lead here in the ballgame. Nice play there. And and because they're going out to the sidelines on these plays, it's opening everything up because it's, it's spreading the defense out. And it's eliminating the capability of Palmer's gang tackling. It's taking that away. They've got to make more one-on-one plays. They've got to shed off the box. And it's just getting a little bit. It's starting to wear on Palmer the speed of Ravenna. And actually, before we even get to this extra point, the coaches have come out after Drew Bowling ran through the end zone. I didn't happen to see everything that's over there. They're picking him up. Um, just a little hobble, but he'll run back over to the sideline. Bowling stayed down on the ground until the coaches came out to him. Didn't quite see what happened there, but he looks fine running back across the field. Bowling did miss um, a couple drives where Mueller came in and gave him a spell late in that second quarter, but that's the third rushing touchdown of the third quarter for Drew Bowling. Yeah, hard to see what happened from up here. Um, kind of out of my line of sight, but like you said, he ran off. I think he's okay. Hopefully nothing too serious. Now going for two. You're going to see Jarzika drop back to pass and throwing it to the far side to Meath, and it's going to get tipped around and how did he catch that ball what did we just see happen on that far side into double coverage ball got tipped there should have been no way that Meath came down with that ball but it must have fallen just to him so they get the extra point and that's eight on the board so 38 to 24 Ravenna leads Palmer 432 to go in the third quarter here on the breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Drew Bowling with four touchdown runs on the game, three in the third quarter. Kick going to roll downfield and they'll dive on it at the 29-yard line. But Drew Bowling had a touchdown in the first quarter of a on 35-yard run and then three here in the third quarter on runs of 30, 47, and 13. Yeah, they got Bowling going. He's really fast. And Palmer doesn't have an answer. Now they got to come back on offense that they have to respond. This is absolutely important that they come out. You almost need a touchdown here. You've got Reimers going back to pass, looking deep. A whole lot of pressure. He's wrapped up very deep, and now all the Blue Jays are getting to the backfield. Making the first touch on Reimers was James Myers, and then Joe Pesota got in the backfield and a couple other white jerseys for the Blue Jays. And you'll see the Tigers now inside their own 20 and got to get about to midfield for the first down. Yeah, they tried to run a halfback screen there, and Ravenna snuffed it out all the way. That's a coverage sack. They did a great job of recognizing it. If you're defensive lineman and you're trying to rush the quarterback and you realize nobody's blocking you, stop, look around at your surroundings because it's probably a screen your way. Still got Reimers in the shotgun. They're going to pitch it back to Samuelson. It's a halfback pass. Quarterback is wide open downfield. Reimers is all alone. He's now past the 40. Pursuit coming 30. A good angle, but nobody's going to catch up to Reimers as he's going to trot into the end zone on a halfback pass from 61 yards out. Ruger Reimers on the board with a receiving touchdown. Oh, boy. A little razzle-dazzle to get him back in the ballgame. What a play call. It looked like... You know, it looked like they had him stopped in the backfield, and there goes Ruger Reimers just streaking down the field wide open. Great play call by Palmer. Great execution. There was nobody around him. That's exactly what Palmer needed. And that's one of those that we talked about. Maybe the game was starting to get a little bit away from Palmer, but great touchdown. They'll go for two here as they've done all game. Nice little dump pass over the middle. to Gunner Reimers, who puts two more on the board, and that's going to make it 38 to 32, three and a half to go in the third quarter. Palmer cutting into Ravenna's lead here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Well, we've talked about on a number of the plays that Ruger Reimers has just missed Carson. He's just missed uh, Guzman. He's missed barely a couple guys, but he's able to run under his own target on the halfback pass from Chad Samuelson for a 61-yard touchdown. Cuts this game to a six-point deficit, three and a half to go in the third quarter. I wonder how many times in the history of the sport of football a guy wearing number 52 
has thrown a touchdown pass. <laughs> That's one of those. He's got it's almost yeah. a crooked number to be in the backfield, but as it stands, they cut the lead, and that kick's going to go into the end zone. So Ravenna will come out to their own 15. As we looked at the starters to go into this game, the number of players with higher numbers for Palmer looks to be above average for for a number of the teams uh, for a number of the players, especially starters. As we looked down, their starters their number. 2, 10, 16, 24, 25, 34, 52, and 87. So not a lot of single digits across that lineup. No, a lot of big, thick, athletic kids, and they got a lot of speed, too. So that's a good sign for the future of this program. Ravenna's offense back on the field. Jarzinka in shotgun, bowling just to his left. And they, will hand it off, or they won't hand it off to bowling. Jarzinka will keep it himself, and his jersey's being tugged, but he's pulling guys forward. For a gain of eight, I tell you what, to start a few of these drives, Jarzinka has just bulldogged his way forward. Very strong runner, as well as a talented passer, just hasn't had the passing in this game. Yeah, he hasn't had time to throw, but he's running. He's running with a lot of effort. Both teams have shown so much effort. They want these games so bad. You wouldn't think so. There's one team that's a 4-1 and record. The other team is a 1-4 and record, but you can throw those out the window because we got a ball game. Heck of a ball game. Three minutes to go in the third quarter. Jarzinka with single receivers both sides. Bowling now just to his right. Pressure coming into the backfield. We're going to see Jarzinka put it up downfield. No one's around Meath, and it bounces off of his hands. He would have had the catch just inside the other 30. A great ball from Jarzinka on that one. Jarzinka had the time, took a nice step back, and put it up. Beautiful touch, but through the hands of Meath. Tough angle to make the catch, but you have to make that catch. Wide open. Ball was on the money. Hit you in the hands. If it hits you in the hands, you got to make the catch. Third down and two. Jarzinka again with single receivers both sides. Bowling now to his left. Take the snap, and this time we'll hand it off to Bowling, who gets past the sticks before he's touched, and he'll pick up three on the play. So a first down conversion there, but on the last play, he should have had six. Yeah, he's, he should have had six, but I'm in. Uh, bowling, he's averaging 14 yards a carry. So a nice little three-yard carry is something that really hurt his average. As we said, he's got touchdown runs of 35, 30, 47, and 13. Three of those coming here in this third quarter. First and 10 from the 26-yard from their own 26-yard line are the Blue Jays. Jarzinka with twins to the near side, single receiver to the far side. Bowling standing just to his left. Motion coming right to left with Drahota. They will hand it off to him, but flying into the backfield making a great tackle for loss getting in there was Justin Kuda, who has been in the backfield a number of times for the Tigers, and they're dropped back at their own 20, second down and 16. That is a huge, huge play in this ballgame because they've struggled so much with the perimeter stuff, and now Justin Kuda shoots through there, disrupts the play, and now Ravenna's in second long. They've got to think about what's going on next. They maybe want to throw or do something different instead of just Run, 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 you know, for 20, 10, 15 yards. What a play by Kuda. Now motion coming right to left with Drahota. Not going to hand it off. Jarzinka will turn it upfield himself, but he'll only gain two on the play. So a very long third down after the Kuda slam in the backfield. Yeah, now Ravenna third and long. You're up six. Uh, end of the third quarter is looming. We're at a minute 30. Clock's ticking. Tick, 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 tick. You know, as Chris Berman would say, um, you can't turn the ball over here. But you also... You don't want to settle. You don't want to settle. You don't want to play to lose. You want to play to win. 
Trips to the near side with Bowling as the inside receiver for Jarzinka. Bowling's going to come right to left. Won't hand it to him. Jarzinka looks over the middle, making a great catch. It's Drahota, who's tackled after he gets past the 30. They're going to say it's incomplete. Great tackle there to stick Drahota on that crossing route. And now that fourth down and about 15 punting situation for the Blue Jays. Palmer responded really well. They're a young team. They were they had given up how many touchdowns? Three or four touchdowns in the second half. What they did, they didn't lay down and quit. They bounced back, got the big play, and then came back on this defensive drive and, and just stifled Ravenna. Big punt here from Meath. Again, this one will land at about the 22 and then downed at the 20. So big leg there for Meath. He's made a couple of really good punts. They were inside their own 25. They'll flip it over to the 20. Yeah, and if you're Palmer, obviously you're probably not going to be able to rely on direct plays. So what you want to do is you want to maybe try to establish a run, try to get Ruger Reimers in a position where he can make a play with his feet, scramble, try to find Guzman somewhere. First and 10 from their own 20, and Ruger Reimers is going to scramble forward. He's hit right when he gets back to the line of scrimmage, but he'll pick up three on the play. Very good pressure coming from the Blue Jays in this second half. That's obviously an adjustment that was made at halftime by Coach Bowling. Yeah, and it, it looked like maybe they wanted to get Ravenna upfield and then have Ruger Reimer step up in the pocket like they did on that long touchdown in the first half because initially it looked like it was a lot more open, but Ravenna did a nice job of closing in. Single receiver, or well, two receivers to the, the far side. It's a Guzman. Carson Reimers Guzman is going to come across to the left side, but spilling the ball, it was handed off to Samuelson, who put it on the dirt, running in there. I think he jumped back on it, and they're going to say he did, uh, but it's going to be a loss of two or three on the play. Um, that's one of those, as we talked about earlier with that option, the mesh point, getting that handoff, though, from Reimers to Samuelson, the ball popped out. Yeah, they were fortunate to get it back. Um, you don't want to say nothing hurt because it's a wasted play. But uh, they're going to be okay on this drive, third and long. One quarter to go. It's a battle here in district play where the one and four Tigers are have cut into the lead. Now trail 38-32 to 32 on the four and one Ravenna Blue Jays. It's parents' night in Palmer, and we've got a great fourth quarter upcoming here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Zorb Farms appreciates how hard these young athletes work in and out of the games. Keeping up good grades helps keep them in the sports they love to do, and the lessons of teamwork and good sportsmanship are traits they'll carry for the rest of their lives. Zorb Farms also commends them for their academics, and finally a word of thanks to the teachers and coaches. Thanks for your dedication. From Zorb Farms, Litchfield. The Breeze 94.5. What a fourth quarter we have upcoming. It's a six-point ball game. Uh, Trent, what have we seen through three quarters in a game that if you just looked at records, you wouldn't be expecting this one? Yeah, we, first of all, just tremendous effort on both sides of the football. That's something you don't always see at this level. You don't always see the effort throughout the entire game. Palmer is not looking at records. They're looking at scoreboard, and they want to win. Palmer trailing by six, third and ten, coming into the start of the quarter. And a great throw over to Carson Reimers, but just a little bit too far off of his hands. So fourth down for the Tigers from their own 21. And that's tough. The ball was pretty close to on the money, and Carson Reimers, 
it's a tough catch over the shoulder towards the sideline. You're thinking about a lot of things. You're thinking about a catching the ball, b trying to get your feet in, and uh, c you know a defender coming up. But Palmer's got to have to punt away. Most of the passes to Carson Reimers have been towards the sideline, so it gets a little bit tight. That punt comes off the side of his foot, and it's going to take a bounce at the 32 and then roll back to the 34. So Ravenna will take over pretty close to midfield. But that's okay because he, he kept it out of um, Meath's hands. He's a good playmaker, and he was standing. It was probably five yards short of where he was lined up, so um, nothing hurt. Uh, yeah, the ball kind of fluttered off of his foot, but uh, the way Palmer's playing defense, you're going to be okay. Both teams have done a very good job of keeping the ball out of playmakers' hands on special teams. Jarzinka and at quarterback, twins to the near side. He's also got Bowling to his left, and he'll hand it off to Bowling going to the right, who's going to have to dance back to the left, and he'll be stopped right at the line of scrimmage. Nowhere to go that time for Bowling running to the far side of the field. Great, great, great job by Remington Gay. He stayed with the play, but he didn't get too far upfield. He He took a great pursuit angle. He stayed home. Bowling wanted to cut back. There was nowhere to go because guys stayed in their gaps, stayed in their lanes, took care of business. Ravenna taking a long time in their huddle. They'll get the play come on up. Jarzinka's got twins to both sides. Bowling flanking him in the backfield. A lot of pressure. Looks like it's coming from Palmer. They're going to run a speed option to this near side. Black shirts everywhere, though, as he pitches it to Bowling, who finds a way to get back past the line of scrimmage, and he'll pick up a couple on the play. Good job by Bowling there. Four touchdowns on the game, and he shows you how he can make a couple yards out of what should have been a loss of two or three. Instead, it's going to be a third down and seven. Yeah, he can make people miss in a phone booth. He's getting the extra yards. And I thought it looked like number 25, Cooper Shermer, who had a big interception earlier, made a really nice block on the perimeter that allowed that drive, this drive to go from third and long to third and six, third and manageable. Jarzinka with bunch twins to the near side. Bowling to his right side. Drahota running left to right. They'll hand it off to him. He's going to turn it up field, but he's only going to pick up two on the play. Will be just shy of the 40-yard line. They need to get to the other 46. So midfield, and looks like they're running a bunch of guys in and off the field. And they're going to go ahead and punt this one away. They got Meath way behind the line of scrimmage, ready to get rid of it. Definite punting situation, especially you've got Trey Meath. He's been punting lights out tonight. Flip the field, try to pin Palmer, make them score. Meath with another big punt. You're going to see Ruger Reimers let this one bounce at the 15, and it's going to roll inside the three, where now Palmer is going to be down very deep in their own territory. As you were just talking about, Meath, what a punter we're seeing here in this eight-man game. It looked like Braden Mueller, the coverage guy, he kind of stopped too soon because maybe he thought it was already out of bounds, and he almost let that ball roll out, but instead, um, the lights came back on. He went over, stopped it there at the three-yard line. Exactly what we talked about. Pin Palmer, put them in a vulnerable position. You're up six. Make them go the length of the field. Reimer standing inside his own end zone. He's going to follow Guzman and Samuelson to the left side, pushing forward. They're definitely going to get out of that end zone. He's going to be just shy of the 10-yard line. Looks like they are going to give him the 10-yard line. So a great run out of their own end zone. Second down and three for the Tigers. Good run to start the drive by Reimers. Yeah, and that's a a sign of a team who's on the come. They're improving when you can take those situations where you're pinned and gain seven yards. 
Reimers this time. We'll hand it off to Samuelson following Guzman to the right, and he's going to truck stick a defender and get tackled by a couple others just shy of the 20-yard line. That time, now that you're out, they're going to get Samuelson the ball, and that's that's the guy leading them in rushing. They're going to need to get him going as they only trail by six, but the more they can spread that ball out. Pace continuing now for the Tigers really quickly back up to the line of scrimmage. Reimers will take the snap, hand it off to Samuelson again. He's following Guzman to the right, and he'll get pushed out of bounds as he was just dancing along there, but he will pick up the first out to the 33. One thing that I've noticed is Chad Samuelson, big guy. Big guys are hard to tackle. It hurts a little bit more and more as you get later into a game. There's a reason he has almost 500 yards rushing. Well, way over now, but I mean, come into this game. He's a big kid. He's got a lot of speed. He is a playmaker, and he's hard to tackle, and it hurts to tackle him. Keep wearing on Ravenna. If he's a 190-pound senior. This time they're going to hand it to Guzman on the counter back to the right side, who stiff arms a guy, but the ball comes out, and it's going to be picked up by Ravenna. The ball came out as Guzman had picked up six, seven yards. Ravenna jumps on the ball at their own 38-yard line. Ravenna with a key turnover here in this fourth quarter. Great job by Ravenna. Guzman was running hard. He stiff-armed the guy. When you stiff-arm, you've only got one arm on the ball. Typically, when you are trying to get that extra yard, you you got to cover up the ball and just kind of go down. I know it's hard. To, it's easy to say from up here, but if you're Palmer, you're playing, don't worry about it. Try to get three and out. Don't let Ravenna score. You'll get back in the game just fine. No reason to overreact. Nine and a half to go in the ball game. Ravenna with a six-point lead and the ball at their own 39-yard line. Jarzinka, single receiver both sides. Looks like Mueller back in at running back to his left. Jarzinka going to fake it to Mueller, just put his shoulder pads down and run forward. He lowers that head and shoulder as he runs, pickup of six on the play. He doesn't leave a lot of room for somebody to get on the ball if they're trying to strip it. No, that's just what we were talking about. He had two arms over the ball. He had his head down. I mean, not clear down, but he had his shoulders down protecting the ball. Good, strong run by Jake Jarzinka. Yeah, and as I said, with running with his head down, running behind the shoulder pads for sure. Nothing illicit trying to spear a defender or anything. Jarzink again with twins to both sides. Mueller flanking him to his left. He'll take the snap, throwing it quickly to the far side. Meath does a jab step on the defender who just gets his ankles, but he's going to run right by him inside the 15. What speed by Meath on the outside. Great pitch and catch. Palmer did a nice job. They got their hand up in the passing lane, almost tipped it, but Meath got out in space, made a guy miss, got about 20 yards down the field. Chad Samuelson did not give up on the play, came, made the tackle, but Ravenna, that's what you need to do, get Meath involved in the passing game a little bit. Now, you've got a lot of options here. You can go to Bowling, you can go to Mueller, um, stick it with Jarzica, or you got the two guys on the outside. Twins to the far side with Drahota in the slot. Receiver to the near side. They are going to bring Drahota in motion, but a flag comes up as that motion started, so this one should be moving Ravenna back five yards. Yeah, we see a lot of that in high school football where motion throws off cadences and because it's not just you've run to the line, down, set, hut. It's, it's you know, you're getting in your, your play and you got to tap the foot and you're waiting. Just, it's just different, and, and guys aren't. Sometimes guys don't know there's motion coming, so they'll forget, and they're just anxious to get their block on. And nobody, and the way we've seen uh, the offensive line push for Ravenna, we know they're anxious to go get a block downfield. Now you're going to have bunch twins to the far side. Cooper Schumer by himself to the near side, also tight in there. Jarzinka with Mueller just to his left. 
going to fake the jet sweep to Drahota. Jarzinka throwing it over the middle to Trey Meath. You had it at the three, but is stuck as soon as he went to make the catch. And that's going to be Carson Reimers breaking up that pass. Good one on the money by Jarzinka. Yeah, it was. And it was a good hit by Carson Reimers. And just a, a little thing I just noticed, good sportsmanship from both teams uh, helping each other up after the play. But Jake Jarzinka, he had a guy. He had plenty of time in the pocket. And, and he's got plenty of time because they're running a lot of stuff to the sidelines, and now they can't rush up the field as much. They've got to contain. Second down and 15 from, their own, from the 18 of Palmer. Jarzinka, in, twins to the far side. Shermer by himself to the near side. We're going to run a screen, pra- screen pass, dump this one over to Bowling, who's got a couple blocks out front. He'll cut it back into the middle, around to the out right side, and he is actually going to run untouched from 18 yards as he danced to the right, back to the middle, then back to the outside and into the end zone. Six more points and another touchdown for Drew Bowling. Yeah, you can see that unfolding from up here. The defensive line, if nobody's blocking you, if they just touch you and go, stop, look around, look for the receiver. It's probably a screen. Great play call by Ravenna. Perfectly executed. Um, that's a good that's a good drive capitalizing on the turnover for Ravenna. Now going for two and to extend the lead. Motion coming right to left. They aren't going to hand it to him. Jarzinka looking to the end zone. This one through the hands of Meath, so they won't get that one. But with 7.52 to go in the ballgame, Ravenna leads Palmer 44-32 to here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Feeling like you need to go out of town for the best value on your new furniture? Why waste your time when you can shop Furniture Direct in Hastings? Furniture Direct has everyday low prices on top name brands like Ashley, Beautyrest, and Catnapper. Plus, get more than what you expect with express delivery, no interest financing, and friendly hometown service. Why drive when you can get more than you expect? Furniture Direct, behind Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. The Breeze, 94.5. Ravenna has outscored Palmer in the second half, 28-8, and now has a 44-32-point lead, just under eight minutes to go in the ball game. Yeah. Kick down from Hunter Douglas. This is going to squib down, picked up by Ruger Reimers at his own 15, and he's going to dance around, and nobody is going to be out in front of him. He'll pass the 40, and he'll get run down by Trey Meath. Very good speed there by Meath to run him down. But as it stands, that's going to put Palmer, who needs to get some points back on the board, uh, down 12 and inside the 30 of Ravenna. That was huge. Sometimes when you run a squib kick, um, there's no second line of defense. So Reimers was able to get past that, but Meath did a nice job. Good pursuit angle, and he's got a lot of speed, ran him down. But that was exactly what Palmer needed is to start on Ravenna's side of things. First and 10 from the 28 of Ravenna. The Tigers, Reimers looking downfield, going to try to turn it up field, but the pocket collapses. He'll get back to the line of scrimmage, but not a lot of time for either quarterback in the backfield and nowhere to run on the scramble for Reimers. Yeah, so he, he scrambled right up the middle. I think he had a little bit of room on the outside. Um, there's only eight defenders on the field. A lot of them are covering, a lot of them are getting blocked. There's bound to be somebody open there. Another quick snap. Reimer's rolling to his left, looking up field. Instead, he's going to turn it up himself, and he'll get rolled up. But but he will pick up five yards on the play, so a lot more manageable third down. He's down to the 24-yard line. Looks like they need to get about to the 18. Yeah, and obviously we're at seven minutes here in the fourth quarter, down two scores. 
obvious four down territory, third and five. You don't have to get it all here. You can chip away. You can get another two or three yard run or whatever you need. Reimer's rolling to his right, and he'll throw it downfield to Carson. But a great diving deflection for the Blue Jays was guess who? Cooper Shermer playing really good defensive back for the Blue Jays through this game and interception earlier as well. Yeah, that was textbook. Um, he was in perfect position. Got the got the inside hand out so he could breach farther and just made the perfect bat down. Perfect deflection. Good job by Cooper Shermer. Fourth down and five for the Tigers. They're 100% through this game on going forward on fourth, and they'll throw it downfield. This one behind Carson a little bit, and that's going to be their first turnover on downs. Ravenna will take over on their own 24. That's Yeah, it's a, probably a turning point in the game because Ravenna can – they can if they score here, that's probably gonna put the game out of reach. But if you're Palmer here, now you have to do a really good job. You might have to get a little bit more aggressive, but you can't give up the big easy plays. And if you're Ravenna, you can take a chance. You can throw to Trey Meath out on the outside. You can hit you can hit Jack Drahota. Um, but obviously you don't want to turn the ball over. Both teams still have all three timeouts. Again, Carson Reimers had beat his man on that play. But Jarzinka will take the snap, hand it off to Bowling, running to the right side. He's hit at the line of scrimmage, going to dance around and be brought down after a gain of one. We've seen that a number of times for Carson Reimers. For Palmer, has beat his man downfield with the pass from Ruger just a little bit behind him, and that was the first time through this ball game. They were four for four, now four for five on fourth downs. Yeah, so Ravenna there. They tried to just, you know, they tried to run the ball, but Palmer did a nice job. They're getting good penetration on the defensive line. That's thrown off. It's thrown off what Ravenna can do. Ravenna has kind of gotten away from getting out to the outside. They've, there's no coverage here on the side, so Trey Meath's wide open. Trey Meath, nobody on him on this near side. Cooper Shermer on the far side. I don't know if Jarzinka sees it, and there's a flag coming in. We're going to try to see, and that's actually going to go against Ravenna. Nobody is on Trey Meath. On this near side, there's not a, a defensive back up on the line. You've got Ruger Reimer sitting about 10 yards off the ball at safety, but there's no one covering the receiver to the near side. But they are going to back up and see if Palmer gets that one figured out before the next play. Yeah, I was a little confused because it's right in front of the Palmer coaches, and there's nobody out there. Maybe that's by design, but, I mean, a, a fast kid like that, that's way too much space to give up. Ruger Reimer's giving him all of 10 yards, and they are going to throw it quickly out to Meath who's going to go ahead and pick up all of those 10 yards. Yeah, just simple. Way too much cushion. I mean, obviously they don't want to let him behind him, but if you're going to do that, what I would do is I would take the safety and I would split the receiver and the and the tight end there so that he can, he can come back for run support or he can get out to the boundary. So after it was a second down and 15, it's a third down and five. Nice, easy pitch and catch for Trey Meath to pick up 10 more yards through the air. And we've seen Jarzinka really start to get that pass game going here in the second half. This time you're going to see Miko by himself to the far side. Cooper Shermer standing this time by himself, getting all kinds of cushion on the near side, seeing Ruger Reimer start to come up to the line. Instead, they are going to fake the jet sweep, and it's going to go way too tall for Shermer and sail out of bounds and even over the Palmer bench. But... Ravenna coaches have obviously seen something where they're going to go to these guys in the flat. And Palmer coach is willing to give up a little bit um, on those immediate passes to the flat. And maybe the offensive coordinator overthought that one because until 
Palmer adjusts their personnel over to me, I would go back to him. I I know they'd probably see it coming, but you know he had a lot of space to work. Meath gets a gets that punt away, sailing to the far sideline. A great roll as it landed outside the 25, and it'll roll down to the 18-yard line. So Meath again, not just being a weapon with his feet and his hands and finding a way to impact this game, but definitely doing it with his leg. Great punter. He's flipping the field time and time again. You know nobody likes to punt, but if you can take yourself from one end of the field and put the other guys back in their own red zone. That's that's all you can ask for. Five and a half to go in the ball game. Only so many possessions left. Palmer with the ball inside their own 20, trailing by 12. Reimers will take snap and he'll throw it into the flat, tackled right away. And actually, where they caught that ball and were tackled looks like Chad Samuelson's going to lose three on the play. Yeah, they tried to get him in the flat space, but Brady Mueller came up and Made a nice play to really shut that down. Maybe if you're Palmer, try to find a way to get Guzman out in space. Kind of get him. They've been losing him. Try to find him again. Now Reimers will drop back to pass, and they're going to throw this one over the middle, making a great catch and bouncing off of a guy is Gunner Reimers, but he does run out of bounds at the 20. So a third down and eight coming for Palmer. And with five minutes to go in this ballgame, you start thinking about how many possessions you're going to have left and if this is four-down territory, no matter where you are on the field. That was really impressive because um, the defensive back came up, and it looks like he was going to stick him, but he kind of bounced off, concentrated, made the catch. Reimers with all, all kinds of time in the pocket. He'll throw this one downfield. Really good pressure, and they're very tight. They're not going to say that there was any pass interference, so fourth down at their own 20. That was a good ball downfield to Guzman, but also good protection from Cooper Shermer and Trey Meath playing that defensive secondary for the Blue Jays. Yeah, and that's a 50-50 call where maybe um, it was And they are going to go for it here, Trent, at their own 20, fourth and eight. You're going to see Reimers look downfield. He'll throw it to the sideline, but he slipped. Carson Reimer slipped before he could come out of his break. So as the Palmer Tigers started the game four for four, going forward on fourth down, 0 for two on their last two, I'll tell you what, Carson was open coming to that sideline. But we've seen a number of guys start to slip the more this game has gone on as they try to make some sharper cuts. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because the guys are doing the things necessary to get open, and, and the ball's pretty much on the money. It's just field conditions are, you know, they're a factor tonight. The, the dew setting on, it's sprinkling a little bit. It's it's tough to run your routes clean. Ravenna takes over on the 20-yard line. Jarzinka's going to hand it off to... Going to the right side is Braden Mueller, who's going to run untouched from 20 yards out. He danced up the middle and then around to the far side. And Mueller getting that touch on the ball, and that one is going to really sting for the Palmer Tigers. Yeah, that's probably going to shut the door on any chance that Palmer had of coming back. The score's 50-32 to 32 right now, but you really can't tell if you're just watching and there's no scoreboard. Palmer's playing really good football tonight. Going 4-2 with just under five minutes to go in the ballgame. Are the Blue Jays one play, and they scored on it with Mueller. Motion right to left. Looking to the end zone is Jarzinka. Got a lot of time back there, and he's going to try to run forward for it, and they're going to say he's in. So Jarzinka runs it in for two with just under five minutes to go in the ballgame. It's Ravenna, 52. Palmer, 32 on the breeze, 94.5, and online at platriverpreps.com. 
Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. The Breeze 94.5. Well, the first Blue Jay to score in the second half, not named Drew Bowling, is still a running back, Braden Mueller, who ran it in for 20 yards on the first play after the turnover on downs at the 20. Here, Ravenna doing a nice job. Almost 350 yards rushing on the night. Another squib kick. This one picked up at the 30-yard line by Jesus Guzman, and he's going to bring it out to the 38. So midfield again for the Palmer Tigers, now trailing by 20, four and a half to go in the ball game. They're going to have to score and score pretty quick. Yeah, I'm not worried about score. I'm just trying to run my offense, and I'm trying to get down the field. We are trying to score as fast as we can, but we're a young team. For Palmer, we're we're trying to uh, work on stuff to get us better downfield and for future seasons to come. Reimers with the play action and a whole lot of pressure coming in. He'll just throw this one a little bit up for grabs. It was tipped downfield by Trey Meath. But there's three or four different Blue Jays in the backfield, including Joe Pizzota, who's who had a uh, big stick earlier in the game. A lot of pressure coming from the Blue Jays. They can smell blood. 20-point lead, four and a half to go in the ball game. They're trying to make a big play and pretty much end this one. Yeah, Ravenna's got a lot of good football players all over the field. Joe Pizzota, he's been making plays from his defensive end position all night, whether it's uh, staying home on the backside or getting penetration. He's just a really good football player. Reimers takes a snap. He'll throw it into the flat over Guzman, who is wrapped up after a gain of three. Good tackle flying there by Trey Meath, the one-on-one tackle on the edge. And those aren't the easiest tackles to make, especially a big guy like Guzman, but Meath makes a good grab. Yeah, and a big guy like that, you just you try to go low and take out his feet, and that's exactly what he did. That was a nice play by Meath. Clock continuing to run, but it's a third and seven here. Just under four minutes to go in the ball game. Reimers with pressure in the backfield. That's Pizzotti. He's going to be chased around to the right side. Reimers going to run for the first down, and he'll run out of bounds. That's a good spot where, where he ran out there. That's right near the sticks, but I th- think they're going to give it to him. And yep. They're going to go ahead and give them the first down. Great job with the pursuit by Ravenna and Pasota again getting to the backfield. But Reimer's doing a good job finding space. Like you said, to the outside has been a lot more open than up the middle. Yeah, and as a pass rusher, you want to get to the quarterback as fast as you can. But sometimes you got to break down and try to you know, stay in your lane so he can't run first. Reimer's going to pass the ball yep. again. This time it's over the middle to Gunner who's pushed down as soon as the ball got there, but it's going to fall out. At least the the positive of that for Palmer is the clock does stop on the incomplete. Um, Probably the negative is Gunner had the ball five yards downfield, and he's got some speed if he gets the ball. Yeah, Drew Bowling did a nice job of putting his hand in there and breaking up the pass play. Really good defensive back. Reimers with a quick pass to Guzman, who's just going to run out of bounds after a pickup of five on the play. Not so much he ran out of bounds as when the ball got there. He just kind of fell out of bounds. It looks like where they're going to mark it, it's a pick of a four. So a third down and six at the 27-yard line of Ravenna are the Palmer Tigers. And these are definitely ones where they need to pick up the sticks. 3.47 to go in the ball game. Reimers with Samuelson just behind him. He'll take the snap going back to pass. Pump fakes to the right. He'll pump fake again, and now he's going to throw it downfield. Making that grab is Carson Reimers just near the sticks. They're going to stop the clock. 
and looks like they're going to move the stick. So a good grab there. Now getting Carson Reimers in a game. That was one of the first passes to him that wasn't just an out route or even a flag route to the, towards the sideline. Yeah, he's got really good hands, made a really good play in space. He's just sure-handed. Got to get him the ball a little bit more here. Now another pass play. Reimers throwing it over. Going to be just short to Carson uh, that was another good one that we've seen. When he is short, if that ball stays up too much, Cooper Shermer is looking for another interception on that far side. Yeah. it's They're trying to get to Carson Reimers there on the outside. Just wasn't quite there, but uh, showing good signs here and a quick no-ho. Reimers will take the snap going back. Pocket collapsing a little bit. Does a good job stepping up, and he'll throw this one over to Guzman. The pursuit there from Trey Meath, who met him just as the ball got there. Really, really close, but the official's right in front of it. Third down and ten. Yep. That was a good bang-bang play. Good play from the defensive back. Trey Meath came up and uh, made a play on the ball. And and now we're in third and long. Obvious four-down territory. Uh, if you're Palmer, you can't panic. Uh, just try to get to your guys like Carson Reimers there on the outside or Guzman. And Reimers has got a one-on-one with Shermer here to the near side. Carson definitely a lot bigger. And we're going to see Ruger Reimers running up the middle, but he puts the ball on the ground as he gets past the line of scrimmage. He'll dive on it himself. Looks like where that ball rolled, we're going to see a fourth down and eight. But Palmer is going to go ahead and take a freezing forward and Chevrolet timeout. If you're smiling while you're driving, freezing is the reason. With Friesen, Chevrolet, and Sutton, and Friesen, Ford, and Aurora, Friesen is where you need to go for that new car to get you to the game and back again. Check them out online at FriesenChevy.com and FriesenFord.com. With 314 to go in the ballgame, Ravenna leads Palmer 52-32 to here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. The Breeze, 94.5. It's all over on ESPN Tri-Cities, 1460. Cozad with a 15-9 win over Kearney Catholic. Over also on 1230 AM KHAS, it's Adam Central with a 43-0 win over Minden. Fourth down and eight if you're Palmer. Definitely need this one at the 18 of Ravenna. Reimers takes a snap in shotgun, looking downfield, pressure coming. He'll put it up towards the end zone to Carson Reimers, who tips it to himself, and it falls just outside of his reach. He tipped it to himself over Cooper Shermer, but just enough pressure there by Shermer and the second turnover on downs for the Tigers. I thought there was a little bit of contact with Shermer coming from the backside, but um, when the game's in limbo like this and you're not sure which way it's going to go, probably a good no call. Um, Reimers did have the opportunity to go up and get catch a football. It just wasn't meant to be on that possession. First and 10 from their own 18 and a 20-point lead. 3.07 to go in ballgame. Jarzinka still in at quarterback. Single receivers to both sides. He'll hand it off to Mueller, who's going to follow a couple blocks to the right, and he'll gain four on the play. Mueller scored the last touchdown for the Blue Jays on a 20-yard run. He's running really, really well. It's been a healthy dose. Mueller got in late in the first half for uh, for Drew Bowling and after the three touchdowns here in the second half. Four touchdowns here in the second half for Drew Bowling. Mueller 
getting the carries all on that last drive as they only had one play on the last drive. I suppose that would be all the carries, but he'll get the first carry here as well. Yeah. Single receiver still to both sides for Jarzinka. Mueller stepping just to his right. Taking as much time off the clock as they can. They're not going to hand it off to Mueller, but you're going to see Jarzinka put his head down and run to the right himself. He'll get it down to a third bin two, so burning a lot of clock and just pretty much going to see how much they can run here. Yeah, and the way Ravenna's running the ball tonight, I'm going to go ahead and guess that they're going to be able to run the clock out. 347 yards rushing for them on the night, about to go over 350. And only two more yards to pick up the sticks. Only two timeouts left for Palmer, so not a lot of chance to stop the clock. Unless they can get a stop here, they'll probably use that timeout. Twins both sides for Jarzinka, who's just watching the back judge, waiting to see him start counting out the last five. And now you're going to go ahead and see Jarzinka still take his time to get that snap, and he will. He'll hand it off to Mueller up the middle, who's untouched for five. Then he'll get wrapped up at the 35 and fall forward to the 38-yard line. And with a minute and a half to go in this ballgame, that should just about do it for the Blue Jays. Yep, that's going to um, put the final nail in the coffin for Palmer. A, a great effort by them tonight to try to upset Ravenna, but Ravenna just too tough. They've now rushed for 362 yards. That's, that's tough to do. That's, that's a really good job by Ravenna. And a lot of it came in that, that second half as they, they've really dominated the second half as we get a first and ten. Uh, Jarzink is still waiting to get that uh, get that last count on five before he snaps the ball. And they're going to hand the ball off again to Mueller to the right side, and he'll run forward for a gain of six on the play. Mueller running really, really well to run out that clock here on this final possession. Now we're under a minute to go in the ball game. Yeah, he's been the work mule here in the second half. He's... He's over 50 yards himself, so they've gone away from uh, Drew Bowling a little bit here at the end of the game and given Mueller some of those touches. And we did see Drew Bowling on one of his touchdowns stay down past the end zone, so hopefully just hopefully we know that he's all right, but uh, he had himself one heck of a game, five touchdowns, now 30 seconds to go in the ballgame. This should be the last one that the Blue Jays have to snap. Jarzinka will take it. Handed off to Mueller, running to the right side, gets a block on the edge, and there's nobody out in front of him. He's at the 20, at the 10, and there's going to be a shoestring tackle. They're not going to give him that one. A shoestring tackle on that far side by Ruger Reimers, who was not about to give up more points, even though this one is over with 14 seconds to go. Great pursuit by Ruger, not giving up on this ballgame. Great effort. I'm, I'm proud of that kid. That's He could have just gave up and let him run in for the touchdown, and, and he didn't give up. He hustled as hard as he could, stopped him two yards short. Great run by Mueller, 34 yards in the blink of an eye. He's up to 85 yards rushing. He's got a lot of speed. He's a good weapon for Ravenna. And that's what you want to see, the 20-point 20, 20 game. It's really easy to see a guy get the outside and just stand there, but like to see that effort from Ruger. But that's going to be the ball game where Ravenna improves to 5-1 and one with a 52-32 to 32 win over Palmer, who falls to 1-5. and five. We've got stats, recap, and we'll give you scores from around the area coming up on the new West Post Game Show here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow 
the B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. I had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden I get a call and I found out the cancer is moving to your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornchai immediately. I had knew about the Morrison Cancer Center, yes. I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment. And then, you know, we did a couple more tests down the road with them. And then they said things started to turn around a little. It was, uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was like a weight being lifted. It changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber, and I was treated here in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to Palmer and the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. KLIQ Hastings, The Breeze. Welcome back into Palmer and the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The Ravenna Blue Jays came into the ball game as the favorites, 4-1. and one. And then it was uh, quickly a ball game because everyone had agreed that one and four was not indicative of how good this Palmer Tigers team was. And let's see how that scoring went throughout the ball game that Ravenna did win 52 to 32 here in Palmer. It got started with a 35 yard Drew Bowling run in the first quarter. And then a few minutes later, it was a one yard Ruger Reimers run for Palmer to tie it back up at eight. On that possession for Palmer, they converted three fourth downs. They would eventually, through the first half, go four for four on fourth downs, but Ravenna struck back on a six-yard Jack Trahota rod to close out the first quarter with a 16-8 to lead. And then in the second quarter, it was a, another Ruger-Reimers run. This time it was a scramble on third and 10 from 22 yards out to tie it at 16-all. And then Palmer would take the lead into halftime thanks to a 35-yard scoop and score by Chad Samuelson. The ball was put on the ground thanks to a Remington Gay huge hit on quarterback Jarzinka, that caused the fumble. That was the second strip sack of the game that Palmer had caused. That one was points, defensive points, for Palmer to have the lead going into the halftime. But then in the second half, it was all Ravenna scoring. Looks like as we look down there, they scored 22 unanswered on three touchdown runs by Drew Bowling. Uh, the first one was uh, immediately following a Cooper Shermer interception drew bowling scoring on runs of 30 47 and 13 but then palmer did cut it back to six after a 61 yard halfback pass from chad samuelson to ruger reimers to cut it to 38 to 32 and then it was another drew bowling touchdown this time it was a receiving touchdown and then a 20 yard braided mueller touchdown run iced the game and brought us to our final score of 52 to 32 we're still going to look at some stats and scores from around the area but it's Ravenna over Palmer, 52-32. to 32. More to come here on the New West Post Game Show on The Breeze 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. 
Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Breeze 94.5. Before we look at some of the scores, we want to let you know that the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by BNB Carpet in Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by BNB Carpet. The reigning athletes of the month are Katie Linder from Pleasanton and Aiden Wheelock of Minden. So go on there, make sure you get your nominations for the Athlete of the Month. For the month of October, just go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. Let's look at some scores because we are just a shade past 930, and that means there's a lot of finals on there, and we'll give you some scores here. But if you want all the scores, not just from our area but across the state, make sure you tune on over to the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show with Jeff Babel. It's every Friday night. Jeff and Cassie and Chris and Steph and the whole gang getting scores on that scoreboard at PlatteRiverPreps.com, and they'll give you scores from across the state on the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show. Brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill every Friday night with Jeff Babel. But some scores that will go down because there was a lot of stats to add up for that second half. We're going to get Trent another couple minutes here. But in Class A, it was Lincoln Southwest over Carney 17-15. Millard West over Grand Island 30-24. In Class B, Seward downs Hastings 55-10. In the fourth quarter still, it's number four. York leading number five, Grand Island Northwest 35-19. McCook down Holdridge who is Class C1, 63-0. Scotts Bluff over Lexington, 34-7. And C1, these are all finals. Kozad over Kearney Catholic, 15-9. Adam Central over Minden, 43-0. Both of those games were on Platte River Radio's group of stations. And then it was Aurora over Boone Central, Newman Grove, 48-7. Central City over Fairbury, 49-0. Gothenburg defeated Valentine, 23-0. And then Ord over Broken Bow, 21-14. In C2, Centura defeated Gibbon 49-7. The last score we have from the Donovan Trumbull Superior game is at the half. That's 37-0. If you have that score, hashtag NEBPreps on Twitter. You can also send in that score. Text it to the scoreboard show, 308-646-0506. It's a final in Raymond Central where the Blue Hawks of St. Cecilia defeated Raymond Central 21-10 in the fourth quarter. It's St. Paul leading C1 O'Neill. 21 to 14 finals with Sutton defeating Sandy Creek 62 to nothing and Grand Island Central Catholic defeating Wood River 42 to 6 in eight man in class D1 South Loop over Ansley Litchfield 53 to 8 BBS over HDRS 54 to 6 Burwell number 4 in class D1 defeats Arcadia Loop City 21 to 12 Elm Creek over Amherst 28 to 22 here on the Breeze 94.5 it was Ravenna over Palmer 52 to 32 and Shelton over Heartland 14 to 6 and then in Class D2, in the fourth quarter, it's Overton leading in Selma Myrna, 68-22. And then finals with Bertrand over Elwood, 46-12. Lawrence Nelson over Blue Hill, 49-16. Giltner over Axtell, 50-20. And Pleasanton over Loomis, over on Power 99, 57-14. And in six-man, SEM defeated Maywood Hayes Center. Harvard over Red Cloud. Wilcox Hildreth over Eustace Farnham. And Heartland Lutheran over Dorchester. And looks like we've got those stats added up. So Trent... 
tell us what those final stats are throughout this uh, ball game where there was there was a number of yards put up. Yeah, there was. We'll start with Palmer. Ruger Reimers went 9 for 31, 102 yards passing. Also added 21 carries for 65 yards. Also had a touchdown pass from Chad Samuelson from 61 yards out. Gunnar Reimers, one catch, four yards. Carson Reimers, three catches, 31 yards. Jesus Guzman, five catches, 74 yards. Carson Samuelson, 13 carries, 44 yards. Jesus Guzman, five carries, 21 yards. On the For the totals, 285 yards for Palmer, 122 of those rushing, 163 passing. For Ravenna, Jake Darzinka, eight, eight for 16, 72 yards. Also added nine carries for 65 yards. Drew Bowling, 16 carries, 191 yards, four touchdowns. One catch, 18 yards, another touchdown. Trey Meath, five catches, 42 yards. Braden Mueller, 10 carries, 85 yards. Jack Drahota, nine carries, 61 yards, one catch for four yards. Ravenna racked up 402 yards rushing, 65 yards passing through the air for 467 total yards. That is one heck of a ball game, uh, rushing yards. And at the half, Palmer had the lead um, and played really well in the second half. It just became a, a war of attrition. Uh, Ravenna's just a little bit bigger, uh, a little bit stronger, a little bit older as well. And that's what I saw throughout the second half. And it was all getting Drew Bowling going. And he made sure to do that with four touchdowns at the second half, five on the game, four on the ground, one with a reception. So, Trent, final thoughts on the ball game here from Palmer. I guess what you can take away from this is, even though the records were flipped, Palmer was 1-4, and four, Ravenna was 4-1. and one. We had a really good competitive football game throughout. Um, it got a, the scoreboard got away at the end, but all in all, Palmer put up a great effort. But Ravenna, too talented, too much tonight. Um, anytime you can rush for 400 yards in a game, that's just impressive. Well, Ravenna improves to 5-1 and one on the season. Palmer falls to 1-5. On the season with the Blue Jays defeating the Tigers 52-32. to For myself, Caleb Henry, Trent Ockengay, our producer-engineer back at the studio, Steph Brubaker. Good night from Palmer. You've been listening to High School Sports on the Breeze 94.5. KLIQ, Hastings Grand Island Carney.